This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. History of Bad Ideas, episode number 128. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Blake. Welcome, uh, listeners old and new from close and afar. Uh, hopefully we can uh, entertain you this week. Intimate or strange? Yes. Jeff, you got any other description words? I think I am intimate and strange. Ooh. 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 Foggy or clear, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> Uh, so, uh, welcome everybody. Um, anything going on with you guys? Anything exciting? I'm getting ready for Origins this weekend. Oh, that's right. It is Origins. Heading up to Columbus. I saw a Facebook thing from Origins that they were just setting up today. So, it was a pretty empty convention hall. Well, it should be. It's (laughs) Tuesday. They don't start until tomorrow. Is it tomorrow that they start? They start Wednesday Wednesday and I think evening. Oh, okay. I I don't know if there's... During the day or not, I don't know. When I'm are you going, going up? Till, I'm going up Thursday. Oh, okay. Okay. You got a hotel room? I'm crashing at my buddy Mike's hotel room. Oh, okay. Room. Well, good for him. He, he was nice enough to say, sure. When I said, hey, if you got a corner I can throw up an air mattress in? <laughs> no, you got the hallway. <laughs> or a bathtub. Hell, take it. <laughs> the loft or the garage. <laughs> Are you looking, for people not familiar with Ohio, Origins is the big one in Columbus. Uh, they get about 20,000 or so, don't they? 20,000, 30,000 people? Uh, sure, I don't know what the I'm going with that. Uh, it's not as big as Gen Con in Indy. No, it's but, probably about a third or something Yeah, Gen Con, maybe. But, maybe even a little smaller because Gen Con's... I would say a lot smaller than Gen Con. Growing now, ridiculously big. Origins yeah. is strictly a gaming convention, correct? No. Isn't it? What else do they have? Uh, uh, they've got uh, other things. Yeah, but it, <laughs> it, is, it, it is more. It is more focused and attuned to the gamer. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Gen Con is more um, more merchandising, and a, a lot of the bigger games. Uh, a lot of the bigger presenters are there with their big, uh, you know, with their big truckloads of uh, new merchandise and things that they want to push on people. Gen Con always... I, that's that's the problem with Origins in Columbus, Ohio, being so close to Gen Con in Indianapolis, is that... Hey, Origins May, was in Columbus before Gen Con was in Indy. That's correct. 
I guess. They were in Milwaukee. And it is true until he's proven wrong. That's, that's right. That's the rule on the podcast. I was going to Origins when Gen Con was still in Milwaukee. So. Yeah, so, all, all right. Personal experience, no straw man arguments there, yeah. right? No, but uh, unfortunately, I think Origins is more focused towards just the groups of people getting together, I think. That's what I like about it. Yeah, and the Gen Con is more of a lot of the merchandising uh, convention booths that are pushed towards to gaming. There's a big Pathfinder presence at Gen Con. Every time I walk in that hall at Gen Con, oh, it's man. just Pathfinder right away. Jason, don't you don't want to get me started. <laughs> Way to go, Jason. Blake is it extra feisty to be, today. It used to be Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. It used to be that. And now it's Pathfinder. Yeah. Is there a big difference between the two games? Not to go too in-depth, but like, is there a big difference between Pathfinder and Dungeons and Dragons? Pathfinder no. is Son of Pezo, which used to be the uh, printing arm for Dragon Magazine for Dungeons and Dragons while they were under Wizards of the Coast. Okay. And before that, you know, separate, all that kind of fun stuff. But when Wizards of the Coast bought out TSR and took over Dungeons and Dragons, Pezo was doing the the hard copy printing of the magazines and eventually wizards of the coast said uh you know what screw you we're gonna do what we want to do and why are we paying you to do this and then they also switched to 4.0 the horrible failed fourth edition experiment i thought you really liked 4.0 and no <laughs> no and then so eventually uh pezo started pathfinder and said you know what everybody likes the 3.5 Let's keep 3.5 going on because it was under uh, open general license, and said, so, you know what, we'll put our own twist on it, and it came, you know, in unofficially became the 3.75 version of D and D, and they called it Pathfinder and pushed it on there. Now, Wizards of the Coast has withdrawn. I don't know the stinky facts behind it, but. Uh, either Wizards of the Coast has withdrawn the major support of the Geneva Convention, which is what is that, you know, short for, because he's being Geneva, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. You know, Gen Con, TSR, D&D was always the big sponsor, more or less. And over the past several years, they have waned off from the main room, and now that's why you see Pathfinder there. I think Pathfinder's basically... In the main convention area. Main convention area is kind of bottom out and are one of the major sponsors with uh, Mayfair Games and uh, several others. The big difference I see between Pathfinder and D&D, and I'd never played them, is there's a lot less, or there's a lot more men without shirts on in Pathfinder advertisements. I feel like in Dungeons and Dragons, they're all in our battle armor. Well, Pathfinder, there's a lot of, see, there's a lot of male now nipples. Now you're bringing up something that irritates the shit out of me, too. <laughs> it is the fact I hate Pathfinder. I hate their art concept. I can't stand fists and gauntlets bigger than the size of your head. And I can't stand the, the, the commercial artist. I, I, I actually I think I posted this. It was a... It was basically a uh, less than favorable review of the commercial artist that the Pathfinder used for their mm-hmm. system and how everybody hates that art. Not the artist, but the, the art in itself and the fact that everything was just goofy and it became World of Warcrafty, Fisto-like. You know, Mr. Fisto from mm-hmm. He-Man thing. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, when, when, you're, when your fist is two times the size of your head and swords are three times the size of your body. Oh, the Final Fantasy type. Everything, yeah, the Final Fantasy. Everything, everything is out of proportion. Everything is out of crazy. The one thing that the 3.0 did with Wizards of the Coast with the 3.0, they actually had a push towards their art to be realistic. So if you go back to their old books, it was like, what would a halfling thief look like carrying a backpack of tools really look like? And I was drawn to that art. And then when they went to the fourth edition where they kind of like try to merge, you know, merge fuck magic, the gathering concepts into their games, you know, they went back to the goofy ass art. And if you notice, fifth edition art is now kind of like the fans rebuttal of not accepting the fourth edition art, not liking Pathfinder. And if you look at the D&D art, it looks like it's back to... You know, normal, good quality. You know what would be realistic fantasy art. That's that air quotes for the, the people not watching. Yeah, I just did air quotes for people here. I, let me do it. I again. like how listen, you created the air quote. That was the air quote. I like how you created a new word of merge fuck. I like that. Like I like that? that. I like merge fuck. <laughs> Thank you. I just made that up on the spot. I'm gonna <laughs> copyright 2016, <laughs> June 15th. So Jeff, you're going to uh, Origins? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, you know, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> No, that was my fault because... I am a passionate person when it comes to, to the D&D history and all the versions and the Pathfinder and WotC and all that kind of stuff. So. If you're in the area, though, seriously, Gen Con and Origins, I'm not a big, like, tabletop gamer. Yeah. Or I wasn't. But then Jeff told me I would had to go to Origins. I think it was our first year of podcasting. I think it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I kind of got hooked on it. And it's a really fun time. You sit down, you play games that you never... You don't even have to buy them. You just... Try these games out. They want you to buy them. Yeah, well, a lot of them are they're play testing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's great. Um, and for somebody that I never went, I was a little intimidated. And mm-hmm. everybody was super nice. Didn't care. They let you play, even if you had no idea what you were playing. <laughs> so, I know last year when I went up to Gen Con, yeah, you had to actually schedule a lot of yeah of your game tests because. Uh, Second, so like, oh look, there's a game. Hey, you got and like, are you scheduled to play? I'm like to do a demo <laughs> i'm like yeah we got a waiting list till tomorrow at noon i gotta go <laughs> yeah I mean, and that's that's the the danger of doing the big merchandising convention like gen Con. Yeah. I'm, I'm origins i'm sure i haven't been to origins for several years now but you know probably a little bit more uh i've created this game sit down and play it for me yeah you know see what happens uh, Gen, I'd rather go drink with the guys from 40 going on 14 at Gen Con. Yeah, that's the reason hey, to go there. Are they doing their uh, traveling instant game show? I'm sure they are. Uh, they I do every they year. Do. Yeah, I think they... Uh, I... You need to uh, get in touch with those guys. Yeah, we do. We need to. I will not be at Gen Con because of a birth of another child. You aren't doing anything this summer because of this child. Yeah. Jeez. It only gets birthed for one day. So, I don't know why. It's true. It's true. So basically, Jason's bogged down in a new character generation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will be going to the Cincinnati Comic Expo in September, though. We, we know it's Christmas. Fucked. If it looks like you, you're screwed. <laughs> None of the other kids have been. 
<laughs> so that's good. Thank goodness for your wife. That's charisma of two? <laughs> Isn't it a default of three? Yes. <laughs> the, good, the good news is the woodworking skills is 87. So I'm good because I have really good woodworking skills. I can put stickers on. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I do want to say happy birthday to Nickel from Graphic Novice. Happy birthday week, Nickel. Yes. Happy yes. birthday, Nickel. How old is he now? Uh, he makes 50 look good. I'm just saying, he makes 50 look good. Yeah, so he, He's 41, but he makes Oh, 50 dear God, he's 41? Yeah. Oh, God, he should be she dead. <laughs> I mean, no, Nickel, happy birthday. Shouldn't he change his name to, like, uh, Graphic Elderly now instead of Novice? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, it doesn't matter. In a couple episodes, they're gone anyways. Or graphic <laughs> Septuagenarian. Graphic uh, Graphic. No. Speaking of somebody's graphic old guy. Yeah. So we go from... I remember you to use pen and paper for your graphics. I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, going from somebody's birthday to somebody's death, Gordy Howe passed away. Oh, moment, moment of silence. Anyways, I was never a big Gordy Howe fan because he kept playing in every generation. Oh, I'm 80 years yeah, old. But he did. And he still kicked ass. I know, but I <laughs> really still beat people up. I still wanted a 25 year old. Habits. I wanted a 25 year old minor leaguer just to chuck him mm. down one time. <laughs> You're evil. Come on, old man. You want to play? Let's go. This is how I play. But he was a hell of a player. I, I'm not doubting that when he was in his prime in that, even though he was a Red Wing. I mean, he's got like a big statue up there at the Joe. I know. I mean, it's inconceivable that he goes, those guys, hockey players are just insane. Oh, they are. They, you know, they just, they, they took them how many years before they made it mandatory to wear a helmet? And if you were in the NHL before they made it made it mandatory to wear a helmet, you could be grandfathered in to not wear a helmet if you didn't want to. And the ones that did volunteer to do the helmets before they were mandatory were called yeah. pussies because yeah. they would just get beaten down. No, I'll take a helmet, thank you. <laughs> and did you see any of these old like game footage of goalies that wore oh, yeah. goalies protection? with no helmets is ridiculous. <laughs> But they had pads. I mean, I honestly thought that the, the, the Jason Voorhees type goalie mask was worthless. It was revolutionary. And that was worthless. And it was I worthless. Mean. And I, I, you sit there, you look at the goalies, like he's huge pads all over the place, but his face, ah, fuck it. <laughs> I'll, fuck, I'll, I'll catch that puck in my mouth. Now they all have Darth Vader masks, basically. Those yeah. are cool. They do. They do have some cool ones. I like, the, I like when they do the art on the sides. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, there's like they're like little NASCAR driver cars. Under yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, they put their advertising up there. He sponsors them. It's not the NBA. That's next year. Valvoline. <laughs> Speak of NBA, your Cavs still alive. Oh, they're yeah. not dead yet. No, they well, won last night. <laughs> when that, that, um, only, that only prolongs the inevitable. <laughs> you know, I mean, they set. I, I mean, God, uh, LeBron and Kyrie set a record. They both first time that two two teammates on the same team scored over 40 points and i saw another statistic today that out of their 120 was it 112 112 112 points even removing their points from it they were still involved in a total of 97 of those 112 points they scored insane. they scored uh, everything except 30 points. The rest of the team scored 30. Well, even mm-hmm. on yeah. that, you look at their assists of 13. I think they had mm-hmm. like 13 assists. That's 26. That means they, they literally accounted for almost every single point of the Cavs last night. The pair, the, that too. And Kyrie was just sick. I mean, he was incredible doing one-on-ones. Doing fades, falling downs, everything he threw up was going through the hoop. He was Steph Curry. This all while sick. Yeah, well, that's impressive. Yeah. I mean, he, he was Jordan sick. coming back. Yeah, he looked exactly. like no. Steph Curry last night. Curry was five for fourteen. He was not yeah, doing what good. What did Curry look like? He did not do good at all. 
Um, no. uh, Kevin Love had two points in the first half. No. Poor Kevin Love. That man is getting so beat down on social media because they're like, because he sucked this whole championship is what yeah, they're saying yeah. and they're just they're just beating him down <laughs> i think the one meme or the one thing i saw today was uh that all the Cavs are getting on the plane to go to golden state or to san fran to play and mm-hmm. kevin love is uh is macaulay calkin home alone he's all by himself at the house <laughs> they yeah, just they left did him there home alone didn't speak. they almost not be able to make the plane because of concussions or whatnot <laughs> Yeah. Like he had to be cleared to fly. Ah, suck it up. <laughs> I mean, like I'm not. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I always liked Kevin Love. I loved him with Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how many? Okay, so here I don't follow the NBA much. How many championships uh, series has LeBron been in? He's been. This is a second. This is his seventh total. Six seventh in a row. Jeezel. His first one was with a Cleveland Cavalier team that never should have made it in the first I remember place. that. Okay. And they got blown out by the San Antonio Spurs. I think it was like four games to none. And then then he was with four ga- four championships. Or he went to the uh, finals then four times with Miami. Miami. Went straight for four, four yeah. championships won and two won of two of the yeah. four. Came back to Cleveland last year. Took him straight to the championships. Okay. Or finals. Sorry. NBA finals. And then this year, of course, finals. Uh, again, and you know, uh, 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 an idea hit me that's been, you know, well, I've been thinking about this idea for a while. The West is so talented. You got a number of big teams that are going to basically bruise each other until they mm-hmm. get there. I mean, Golden State is a team of destiny this year. I mm-hmm. mean, that's it. Team of destiny. Mm-hmm. Most wins ever, blah, 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 blah. But the East, the, you know, the Cavs just blew through the East. I mean, you're talking about 4 0 sweeps. I mean, they, I think they sat right in the East, whatever. And you really think about it, uh, if you're an NBA free agent this year, go do the one and done. Because after the next year, that's where the big TV money comes in. Mm-hmm. Do the one and done. Go play with LeBron. Wherever LeBron goes in the East, that team is going to the finals no matter what. Essentially, <laughs> yeah. So if you're if you're an NBA free agent, go to Cleveland for one year. Play if you're if you if they need your talent and you're somebody that'll improve the team, go play there for one year, go to the finals and win. Kevin Durant's available. That's what I was thinking of. You know, uh, next year in OKC, uh, Westbrook is up and uh, that crazy New Zealand guy. What's his name that got kicked in the balls by Draymond? Uh, Shven Adams or something like that. I can't. Remember. <laughs> I'm not, isn't he in that I, I can't remember. Gollum. That's <laughs> that was that robot, right? Wasn't it? What's that? That robot that you. Kicking the balls to turn them off was he? No, no, different film, different film, different. That's a different film, right? I'm I'm, I'm lost in this conversation. That's a cyborg. (laughs) No, Draymond Green, you know, fights a cyborg. No, but uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And go in, go to Cleveland, go play there for one year, go play with LeBron, get your ring, and then get the big money and go wherever the hell you want. Uh, after that, you could go to the Harlem Globetrotters. You could even go go play for the World All-Stars against the Harlem Globetrotters. Fucking World All-Stars. Don't get me started on that shit. <laughs> right. Not the Washington Generals. That's right. Fucking Wall. Globetrotters are playing them. Uh, ever since that Globetrotters episode, uh, it is, we have had a lot of Globetrotters, well, three, follow us now on Twitter. <laughs> awesome. We're mocking the Globetrotters. No, but no, 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 we're mocking, mocking the Globetrotters. We're mocking the Washington Generals. That's true, that's true. That's I wasn't true. mocking the Generals. I was holding the Generals up to highest No, we were actually giving love to the Globetrotters. Worsley is the one that we were mocking. Yeah, uh, speak of that, uh, Worsley, uh, Dr. Bednar is hoping that come the 
the Ho- the floppy awards at the end of the year, which is, is Hobie's Worsley Awards. We're going to have a Worsley Award oh, for the worst death, uh, the that. dumbest death. I missed <laughs> that. Uh-uh. Um, oh, but now, now you're taking the high ground, Blake. My bad. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 should, it should be for the not not dumbest, but uh, what's the word? Uh, least uh, least prepared. <laughs> I'm going least prepared. How about the most insane? There you go. We're doing that. I think Worsley might win his own award. Not not Darwinish, but just crazy shit. Okay, we could do that. We could do that. So we're uh, going to have a Worsley award this year. I think Nichols going to do the uh, presentation this year for it. Be wonderful. I I don't think we can. Did Dev just come in the room? (laughs) No, that was me giving a real sigh. Uh, I saw uh, the film Daddy's Daddy's Home. uh, The Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, my wife and I were uh, trying to figure out a movie yeah, to watch on Saturday movie night. Was that? that was Will Ferrell. Uh, he's the stepdad. When they, oh yeah. Okay, I, I wasn't really that. keen on watching it, but it, we needed something really lighthearted on Saturday. So my wife's like, there was there wasn't much else out I there. Could have watched Clue. We could have watched Clue, mm-hmm. but we've seen that a thousand times. And but, it's still better than Daddy's Home. We mm-hmm. did. So we saw. And you still know who did it? We did. We rented Daddy's Home. <laughs> All, all four virtual endings. Three. Just three. Three virtual endings. <laughs> to make a long story short. Too late. Uh, to make a long story short about Daddy's Home, it was a C-plus movie. It wasn't horrible. It so wasn't real fair. Uh Actually, you know what? I'm kind of intrigued by the sequel because John Cena is the big guy in it. Well, maybe. Maybe, if he's available. Yeah. But uh, Mark Wahlberg, basically Will Ferrell's the stepdad to these kids. He mm-hmm. got married to this girl, or this woman, and uh, her ex-husband comes back into the picture because he was CIA. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and basically, Army the Ranger. Essentially, he's Marky Mark, uh, muscle buff dude in underwear. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But but he found a transformer, right? It was. I found. I think we found a transformer. <laughs> what? The trees are attacking. Uh, it was good though. I mean, it was enjoyable. I should say. You know, I was on this planet, and there were apes, and they ruled it all. And I was an astronaut, and I came back. The Abraham Lincoln's an ape. No. Uh, it was not horrible, though. I mean, if you're looking for, you know, something relaxing to watch, and, you know, it's not, you could do a lot worse. But it, there was, bear that was, there was funny moments. friend that grew up with me. Teddy Rexman? Oh, no. sorry. <laughs> Did you ever see Ted 2? So no, I sit on the couch and smoke pot with the teddy bear. His name's Ted. Did you watch Ted 2? No, I didn't even see the first one. First one was good until the last 30 minutes. It got mm-hmm. way too long. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was the a, end was a little bad, but... It, it was amusing. It was funny. Yeah, I, I don't know great. if I about the second one. I know, it's the second one. We skipped that one. We're like, ah, oh, we could watch Ted to Keep moving. <laughs> so, but no, it was okay. It was all right. I, I finally saw Dracula Untold. I've been wanting to see it for a oh, while, but I never yeah. got around to it. How was it? It sucked. Okay. All right, so the Universal <laughs> Monster movies start they, when now? They sucked, exactly. We, I See, I Frankenstein won't do it. Uh, Dracula Untold won't do it. The Mummy. The Mummy is the next one that they're trying to reboot everything into. Tom Cruise is in it. So uh, he signed. Oh, Yay. Great. Is he playing the Mummy? No. Oh. No, no, no. Uh, talk about on oh, Tom Cruise. You no, know, he's playing the Scientologist that gets blown up. <laughs> no, that discovers the tomb. Oh no, wait, hold on. Okay, are you caught up on Preacher? Yeah, I just saw the third episode. Today. Okay, yeah. Did you see that in Preacher? Because this the the voice of God is going to all these different. Um, uh, well, the, the voice of the uh, demon angel 
Yeah. Yes. D- uh, the angel demon. Angel demon angel spawn. Demon spawn. Yes. It keeps going to, in the first episode, kept going to these different, like, religious people. Priests, preachers, you know, all this. Going uh, into shamans. Them and blowing them up. And blowing them up because they couldn't contain, the people, human self couldn't contain. Well, the one person that it went into was Tom Cruise, the Scientology leader in the in this universe. And it blows him up. Is that actually Tom Cruise? No, 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 no. Oh. They just said it on the news. Tom oh. Cruise blew up in front of all these Scientologists. Oh. This third episode, they had the funeral funeral of Tom Cruise in the background on the TV. <laughs> Did you see I that? I missed it. Oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness. I they had, they showed a casket of all these people standing so out on when the did TV. They, when did the lawsuit start? Oh, he said they, he was furious. He said that he wanted them to take it down. They said, no, it's a joke. Yeah. You can't do anything. You can't sue us for that. Yeah, I have a sense of humor, Tom. Okay, you know what I say about that, Tom? It's good to want things. Oh, wait a minute. Scientologists don't have senses of humor. Allegedly. Sorry. Uh, oh, their Satan no. levels or whatever are too no, high. No, they hold on. I thought they were media chlorines. Hey, I, I always forget. Hey, if our podcast goes silent next week, you know where to start. <laughs> That's right. Start with the Scientologist. It's good to want things, Tom, like height. It just isn't going to happen. Uh, so I thought that was kind of funny with Preacher, though. They had the mm. casket in the background, the world's mourning Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. But back to Dracula and Toll. Mm-hmm. You know, it had you know Luke Evans, and it had a number of other characters in popular TV and TV shows and series that are going on right now. So when you see him, you're like, oh, yeah, that's the guy from Black Sails. Like, oh, yeah, there's Tywin Lannister. The special the, the, effects. The two things Jason doesn't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why he's like, look at me. He talks about black sales. I know he talks about it. But, you know, Arg. that's, that's you know, it, it was pretty cool in that respect. And even had the, um, what's his name? The preacher guy. What's his name? Dominic Cooper? Yeah. The uh, yeah. the actual preacher? Yeah. He's Dominic mock, Cooper, yeah. He's Mock-Mock-Mock-Met. And uh, he has actually same hair as he does in Preacher, too. <laughs> which like, kind of threw me for a loop. I'm like, hey. But he talks really different. But I was like, oh, that's kind of a good character spin on there for him. If you look at Dracula Untold, they were trying to do it as a world building for the franchise, for the for the Universal Monsters. Did they give hints that it could be a a, a bigger world in no. the movie, or no. was it just self contained? It, it didn't even had nothing true to the Bram Stoker. <laughs> it was basically uh, some goofy ass made up shit that you know why. I don't know why they made the movie. Sure. <laughs> so you were disappointed. You yeah. were disappointed. Yeah. Okay. Visually, kind of cool. Other than that, sucked. So we were also, uh, speaking of films, um, we had the poll last week, what your favorite, you know, f- uh, superhero film of the year was. Deadpool was second. We are talking about R-rated films and that. Uh, thing we talked about this week, back and forth on Twitter a little bit, and uh, just... Uh, off air was the film Super that you have never seen, Blake. Yes, with Rain Wilson. That's correct. Okay, so it was a fir- it was a first R or it was a good R rated superhero film by and- James Gunn. Yes, yes, the Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, guy. Back when he was with Troma. Yes, yeah. um, which is a weird s- studio thing. The Troma thing. I listened to another yeah, podcast. Yeah, Toxic, Toxic Avenger, Zombie, B B level horror yeah. movies and if you want to write a, sh- a campy, film campy whatever yeah they're still like in existence pretty well now yeah and it's weird but anyways uh super was came out in 2010 with rain wilson uh just the imdb thing here after his wife falls under the influence of a drug dealer an everyday guy transforms himself into the crimson bolt a superhero with the best intentions but lacking heroic skills 
it gets like dark really quick at you know once he becomes yeah. a superhero it's like kind of funny and then at the it, like it gets dark he's killing people there's like it's gore galo- galore yeah and it's if, like he, hancock no 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 no, no, no it was no, good no, it was good no, it was good no he he takes the the black and white version of uh right and wrong mm-hmm. and starts to enforce it yes or like he even like the what beats people up because they cut in line at a movie or something like that he takes and, it to the extreme yes to the absurd, the, the level of absurdity. There is a scene where he somebody does cut in line. He basically beats the shit out of them. Uh, Liv Tyler's yeah. in it, though, too. But uh, you have not seen oh, it yet. Yeah. I, 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 I want to know what yeah. your take is when you do see it, Blake, because it is a fun film. Um, it's a little bit different than I was expecting. I heard things in the background. Like, I read stuff online yes. years ago when it first came out. Yes. And then when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is just going to be a comedy. It's Rain Wilson. It was not completely a comedy. It was a dark comedy. Yeah, it, exactly. When when we started this dialogue about Super, I, I sat there and I said, you know what? I've never seen this. I don't even think it existed. And then I was like, started Ryan Wilson. It's got Liv Tyler in it. It's got um, uh, another famous female actress in it that's very popular. Uh, Ellen Page, Liv Tyler, uh, yeah. Kevin Bacon. Yeah, Kevin Bacon. I think Ellen Page is at it. She's the sidekick. Yes. Yeah. You know, and it, and it goes to uh, basically explores you know the theme of violence absurd violence all that kind of stuff and essentially the article that uh, i had found was the editorial from rotten tomatoes where the guy says hey deadpool was so popular bring this movie back re let's reevaluate it mm-hmm. and basically i guess they they do this where they take old movies they reevaluate it and it went from uh, rotten to fresh yeah i guess Ooh. basically saying that it was before the dead t- Deadpool mm-hmm. uh, superhero rated R, which you know was unthinkable at the time until Deadpool really yeah. brought it out. And now it says, well, now if this movie was made post Deadpool, how would people receive it now? It was. It's one of those that for the time it's a it's a cutting edge film because mm-hmm. at the time it was like you were look at Spider Man and you know mm-hmm. X Men were the, your basic big ones. PG-13. It was 2010. You still yeah. had Captain America and some of those, but it was more of a light hearted approach. I feel. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, like I said, this one um, basically he wear he uh, uses a wrench, a giant wrench as his weapon. Yes. So and that's what he just starts beating people with. Yeah. So and um, yeah, Ellen I, Page is his sidekick. Yeah, Ellen Page, a little hottie. But uh, I meant to try and watch that before we started recording tonight. I just unfortunately did not get the chance. Damn so, it. there you go. Uh, if you have not seen Super, take a look at it. Uh, did you see any stuff about E3, uh, the video game I stuff? heard it was this week. Good God, good job, there, Jeff. I, I am not surprised that that, that came out. Mm-hmm. Chris but meant that's about all I heard. Chris from 365 Flix podcast, our buddies there uh, across yeah, I the sea. Yeah, with him, too. Uh, I heard his review of Clue. I was drinking coffee, so I was somewhat calm. Uh, but anyways, uh, he asked the question today, not to get any listener feedback yet, but he did ask, what was your, uh, what was the video game you were most excited about coming out of E3 so far between Sony and Xbox? And he said, it better be Spider-Man. And it is. Spider-Man is exclusive to PlayStation 4, uh, and it looks awesome. Uh, it is from the guys that did... Um, Shit, the one superhero film. Uh, it's Ubisoft, uh, but it's I think it's Ubisoft. Damn it. No, it's not Ubisoft. Damn it. Oh, man. Uh, Infamous, the guys that do Infamous, the, the franchise on the PlayStation, mm-hmm. uh, they basically took, I think, the super. they made up their own superhero for Infamous, yeah. and they've had sequels in that, and I think they just basically made it Spider-Man now. 
and it looks pretty damn good and it looks like a lot of you can just fly around the city doing whatever you want and you have missions but i don't think it's going to bog down as much as the other ones um, i think if you're being spider-man you swing around the city sorry what you did i say you said fly okay my bad my bad i don't know much about spider-man because i've tried to gouge it out of my head after the last two films uh, so that's why last three 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 yeah maybe even four no wait. Uh, there's another one, Day Gone, Days Gone, uh, that is kind of a zombie one, but you're this, you're kind of like a Norman Reedus character from a uh, Daryl character from yeah. Walking Dead, but you have the guns and it doesn't look like you're running out of ammo as quick, so that was nice. Yeah. But it looks pretty impressive. Yeah, I want to. I'm trying to find a good, you know, zombie mm-hmm. game. You know, I tried Dead Isle and all that kind of stuff. It was just too campy. Is there such a thing as a good zombie game? Yeah, Days, go- Days Gone you might like. Uh, yeah. It comes out this year, I think. Uh, take a look at the uh, trailer that's mm-hmm. released. Don't look at the one tra- The one trailer is all cinematics, and I hate fucking yeah. hate when they do that. I want to see what the gameplay looks like. Well, then they released a gameplay trailer, and it looks pretty damn sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're more in the mountain settings, like um, the Pacific Northwest, so that's kind of a cool idea uh, for yeah. it, but... Uh, E3, I have not looked at anything besides the PlayStations uh, this year, well, just because I have not had a, a chance this year as much. Should you look at anything? I always look at what everything. Oh, I'm not one of those that I hate Xbox. I hate uh, you know because I'm PlayStation because yeah. well, I've gone I mean, back and forth. You have the PlayStation right now. Yeah, I mean, whatever they release on Xbox, unless you plan on buying one, which no. I don't think you are. No. I mean, I don't know. Is Nintendo you? Did they put out anything new this They're, year? They're uh, closing up their system. Oh, that's a surprise. Fuckers. Yeah, but I thought they would. I would, would at least get two more years out of it. I thought you would get two more games out of them. <laughs> There's some decent games for it, but they're stopping it, and um, they're coming out with a new system next year. So we'll see what that is. I don't really care. Supposedly, it's completely portable, that you can play it on TV and then you take the controller with you wherever you go. And it has a little screen on the yeah, controller. Yeah, it has the screen on the controller. Uh, so it would be a great babysitting, uh, you know. <laughs> Get in the car, concept. kid. Yeah. So. I'm playing my game. I'll play it on your handheld. Yeah. So, uh, E3, though. Stop socializing with people. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other, you know, I think uh, Xbox had a lot of sequels. I did see that. Mm-hmm. That they had, like, Halo, the new Halo yeah, coming out. Yeah, wo- Halo, whoop-de-doo. Um, uh, what was the one game I saw that I guess it was PS4? It looks like another Crapopolis, crap whatever, apocalyptic post-world. And she's going back into the world, and, and they're all like robot oh, dinosaurs. Horizon yeah. Dawn or something yeah, like that? Horizon yeah, Edge, Horizon Dawn or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah, she, that's... It looks it, goofy. It looks very goofy. We need to make it a, a fantasy RPG, but we have to make dinosaurs, and we've got to make it futuristic. So I'll make, uh, yeah, let's make uh, dinosaur robots. Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, that's it. And then you can't even come up with a name that makes sense. Third-person per, uh, action role-playing video game uh, by Gorilla Games. Uh, that was about it. Thanks. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she's... I don't know. What, does it take place in the future, I guess? Yeah, it looks it like has it. To. It, looks like it's, it looks like it's a uh, Elf Stones of Shannara type scenario, except you got uh, robot dinosaurs all over the place. You take control... Are you with robot dinosaurs? You take control of Alloy... A L O Y. Oh, there you go. Alloy. Get it. Get it. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's not a real person. I don't she's get a robot. It. Oh. That's what you find out at the end. A hunter. There you go. I just ruined it for everybody. You ruined it. It's like Westworld. Yeah. Uh, a hunter and archer, 
as she progresses through a post-apocalyptic land ruled by mechani mechanized creatures such as robotic dinosaurs. <gasps> Set a thousand years in the future, Ooh. humanity has long abandoned Earth due to the world being dominated by robotic creatures. Uh, the <laughs> creature's comp component, such as electricity and the metal they are composed of, are vital to Alloy's survival. And she can loot creatures' corpses to find resources. Sweet. I'm sold. So. Looting. As long as you can loot. Loot. They began developing the game in 2011. <laughs> when conceiving the idea for a new game, about 40 concepts were pitched. <laughs> and among them was Heroes at a Dawn. stuck with this shit one. I want to know what the other ones were. Wow. It looks like I like the... It, Probably Goat Fucker. <laughs> goat Simulator. Goat Simulator. <laughs> no, no. I, I, they pitched Goat Fucker not, oh. not to go with that one. Uh... It, I like that they're trying to do something different, like the robotic dinosaurs. Okay, that's a little bit different. But then part of me is like, it looks so cookie cutter. Like, hey, who's going? What's, what's the kids going to like? Hey, let's do robotic dinosaurs. It's a fun take. Exactly. Because Michael Bay did it so well in the last Transformers uh. movie. Oh, yeah. uh, play, PlayStation Four and Xbox does have a new South Park game coming out, and it looks pretty fucking awesome. You play uh, the role of the superheroes. Uh, Cartman is called oh, Coon. The, the Coon and Friends. Yeah, yes. And it's a Civil War type one. <laughs> they fight each other. So, um, yeah, that's coming to PlayStation this year. Oh, then you meant it was like the North versus the South. No, oh, no, 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 no. I don't think so. The North one. The North one. So, anything else you guys want to talk about? Spoiler alert. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I do want to, like I said, I'm kind of angry at Chris. I listened to, to their newer uh, mm -hmm. episode the other day where he watched Clue and then said eh, it was okay. Which, uh, much better than okay. Well, like, one of the funniest movies ever made. Thank you. And uh, he, he, the thing that got me, he said, well, I wrote down. And and the one guy made a question that he was there because he was gay. And everyone was like, oh, my God. And I'm like, 1985? And I'm like, no, the, you just told everyone the movie took place in 1954. <laughs> this is 1954 reaction. In 1985, it was absurd get it i'm sorry chris you just i how i should be explaining that joke going over your head it was I, like I, flames on the side of your flames face that's burning, how angry you are heaving breath <sighs> i thought people were like you were called fruit <laughs> i'm a plant uh, if you haven't seen clue please do so but uh, thank you for at least seeing it yes your yes. review is wrong yes but um, I hope you two uh, would like to live tweet with us this week on Sunday night. It's the Money in the Bank WWE thing. Uh, Randall Holt, RJ Holt, 666. He's not evil. He's just handled that way. He uh, live tweets with me every pay-per-view, it seems. So does Chris from uh, 365 Flicks. Uh, Doug gets in there for once in a while. I, so, I don't. No, no. But I do. We can... We, we have a good old time. It actually makes the pay-per-view a lot qu nicer. <laughs> so You actually pay for the pay-per-view? No, no, it's on WWE Network. Oh, okay, good. So, yeah, if you get you WWE didn't. Network, you get it for The pay-per-view is free, yeah. <sighs> Do you pay for that network? I don't want to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> yes, everyone pays <laughs> for yes, the network. Yes, everyone pays for it. Yes, everyone. Uh, how old are you? 37. Really? You guys just went off about what Pathfinder is, for 75. Your, what is your education level? College graduate. Okay. I'm sorry. You just I have went no off. problem with people enjoying uh, uh, wrestling. Uh, you programs. just went off on Warpath or whatever that was I'm with just, the male nipples. What is I'm that Pathfinder? Giving Brigger a hard time. <sighs> We've talked about this before. I mean, I was into him. that stuff when I was 12. Really? Yeah. Really? 
Yeah. I was in Dungeons and Dragons and then I got friends. <laughs> so I don't want to hear it. Actually, I was never in Dungeons and Dragons. I never had friends. <laughs> and you still never got laid. No. <laughs> oh. Damn it. <laughs> See, God sees you. He's making a joke. <laughs> Well, now I think it's time in the, the time in the uh, program where Jason uh, spaces out and falls asleep. Oh, you want to talk Game of Thrones? I'm ready for Game of Thrones. Ooh, I got some notes for Game of Thrones. All right. All right. You... Newest episode. Yes. What do you want to talk about first? Oh, well, I'll put it. Watch the episode. It's what, the eighth episode of the uh, sixth season here we're on now? Yes. We only have nine and ten left. I'm going to say my first reaction was disappointment. At first, I was like, oh, this is good. And then while I was watching it, I was getting disappointed. It's like every every chance where you could see the story going in several different ways, yes. it took the worst way, in my opinion. Yes, and that's because you and I have read the books. Yeah, well, even regardless, I mean, it's like, okay, I know they're not doing the books. I know they're not. But, yeah, I mean, then but why still. are you set, heading, setting things up? To why, make... why are you creating this cognitive dissonance to me? Why yes. are they doing this to me? Exactly. Right, let's let's talk about what disappointed you first. There are several storylines that got what advanced. What disappointed me first was the fact that in the previous episode, you know, when Arya got stabbed. Yes. No. And, yes. You're going, you're, like, down, oh, you're, you're going like, down a path. She got stabbed yeah. several times in the yeah. stomach. Yeah. Well, But yes. it's like... Okay, Arya got stabbed. She's like doing stuff completely un Arya like. And she's, so you're like, she's running the Olympics now. Yeah, and you're like, so there's a plan. She's got a plan. And mm-hmm. no, she didn't have a plan. She just fucking got stabbed. Yes. She got stabbed and, and try and then hit out. And I'm like, you mean she was just stupid? We're supposed to believe that Arya was in training for like months upon maybe even years? Yes. And, and the day before she leaves, she's completely vulnerable, str- strutting around town, uh, open throwing for, bags of coin. Yeah, like yes. creating a just. Uh, here I am, and, and being, it's like, not not being discreet, not yeah. being unseen, Be, being very seen. Yes, knowing people are after her, and her whole plan was to just let you stab me, and hopefully I don't die. A, a, exactly, and then, as I predicted, what did I say? The yeah. the actress from the yeah. troops going. She's gonna find her. She's gonna go to her. Oh, okay, she didn't find her. She actually went well, to her. Yeah, she went to her. And... She does take her in. She's <laughs> she well. She turns out to be a battlefield medic. You know, apparently because yeah. you know, hey, you know, uh, sewing up. You know, well, I uh, used several... to stab all my boyfriends. Yeah, stab my boyfriends. <laughs> apparently, in the abdominal region. You know, never mind about the internal bleeding, intestinal, yeah. whatever. But I, but you know. Hey, you know, suspend reality. Yeah. Say, okay, go with it. Milk of the poppy. Yeah. Uh-oh, I don't want to take that. And now I'm thinking, she's going to have a cool, like, uh, vision thing or oh, yeah. something. Wag's going to have. No. No. It just yeah. goes on. Just, the wave shows up again. The wave shows up and kills, the, kills actress. the actress. So you're like, oh, so that plot point that I was looking forward to is now gone. Yep. And then, <laughs> then now the uh, now the Olympic obstacle course sprint chase scene but that was actually goes cool. on for five. It goes on I, for cool, but she's. She's, she's nursing it. wounds in well, her abdomen. But it was the best part of the show. Yeah. The, 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 the uh, Jason Bourne chase through, yeah, uh, through yeah. Bravos. Well, yeah, okay. I, it was exciting, <laughs> but if they had like shown it where she had some time to heal from her wounds a little mm. bit, I would like it a bit more. But I do like how she does eventually lead her. I kept seeing her going. She's leading her to needle. Yeah. 
So she finally gets back to her little hideout. She grabs Needle and the waist like, yeah, this is going to be great. And, and then Arya slices the candle in the darkness because that's what Arya's been practicing. Because Arya knows how to fight in the dark and that's apparently right. the waif doesn't. That's right, because she has the blind fighting feet and that gives her a uh, <laughs> plus four to hit. And uh, also removes concealment. Gets a roll again to hit for concealment. Ah, there yeah, we go. See? So, uh, yeah. And then, of course, it was campy as soon as you see the blood. And then the, and then the faceless man... Jackin, yeah. basically like, yeah, I guess, you know, you betrayed our order, and we sent somebody to kill you, and you killed her, and well, there you go. Uh, See you later. The, the faceless god got his face. <laughs> he that's got all that matters. I guess it's all that matters. He needed all face. But that wasn't the name that was given. <laughs> Whatever. Only life, pays, only life pays for life. Exactly. So and then one. she goes, no, I am Arya Stark, I'm going home to Winterfell. And then you expect everybody to stand up and cheer. <laughs> I did. You know? At the moment, I did. Yeah! Then I started thinking about the whole thing, and I went, eh. Yeah, okay. okay. All right. Second uh, disappointment. Second disappointment for me was the end of the River Run. Oh, yes. River Run. I don't like the fact that the whole Jamie soliloquy talking to Edmure strays from the books again and the fact Damn it, that Jason, turn your fucking phone off I'm trying to I thought I just silenced it Jason keeps tweeting because oh they're talking about stuff they're I don't like talking, oh my god this is what Jeff and Blake go through every other <laughs> podcast alright but anyways alright in the books Jamie eventually same thing gets Edmund Edmure to go in yeah. get River Run but in the books the Blackfish sneaks out and Jamie's like, ah, oh, yeah. oh well, whatever. But I still kept my faith on not attacking a Tully, you know, or yeah. a Stark that he promised Catelyn. Which he didn't in the show. Yeah, which he didn't in the show. Because in the books, he's actually more conscious about his legacies now. Because yeah. he spends a lot of time looking at the book that's got all the king's protectors in it and yeah. stuff. And he's really thinking about his legacy. And Cersei's pissed him off one too many times. She's left him out to dry. And in her world of need, when the when she goes gets taken by the sparrow, she sends a letter out to Jamie, and Jamie's like, "Hey, letter from Cersei." And he's kind of like, eh. and takes it and drops it, and is like, "I'm not reading it," you know, because he's focused on that. So basically, yeah. he gets River Run back without shedding blood. But the show and the Blackfish yeah. escapes. The yeah. Blackfish dies. Yeah, that's what the, this uh, the Blackfish. Oh, um. You know, hey, I might later, as well get just... In this book and I'm going to go fight. I'm an old guy. I'm, I'm too old to try and run anymore. I'm just going to fight yeah, even though fight. I'm the only one who's still willing to fight. Only I'm like, still get the fight. fuck out of there and live another day. All right, found but they've been even worse. But even worse is they come from that scene. Hey, we found the blackfish. Good. Bring him to me. Oh, hey, he died. Dead. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Like, they didn't even show that fight. They didn't know Valiant Death. Or oh, it wouldn't have been a good death. fight. He probably would have... Get back... You know, not, not he was an old man that couldn't fight anymore. Apparently, exactly. He, yeah. Some some young guy just went in and ran him right through. That was it. Nothing, you know. <laughs> but then they talk about oh, but you know, Jamie sees Brienne rowing away and they wave at each other. I'm like, yeah, whatever. That, yeah, that, that whole was, thing sucked. Yeah, I thought the whole Jamie Brienne interaction was terrible. Yeah, it, I, I, it, it should have been so much epically better than it was. Yes, and that segues into the next disappointment. Let's go to just talk Clegane. Yeah, let's do that. Let's talk the Hound. The Hound. The well, Hound has an interesting encounter with the Brotherhood without banners. Yeah, he, he comes across Beric Dundarian. Yeah, and there was like, 
Where's Lady Stoneheart? Yeah, everyone's waiting for Lady Stoneheart. And they set it up so it looked like it was going to be Lady Stoneheart. Yes. And then the next thing you know... Hey, before we're going north. Why don't you come with us? Yeah, yeah okay. It's yeah. like, oh, all these, these bad guys are like killing uh, the innocent people, uh, including Septon Ray or yeah, something. Our, our guys did something bad, and so then, we're executing them. And the next thing them. we know... Hey, you want some they, they already got the nooses around their neck. I'm like, Seriously? Yeah. You stumble upon them and they're already being hung. What? What the fuck? Why? Oh. Why even introduce these people in the first place? Yeah. And then it's like, what? Now the hound's going north with Dondarrion. Apparently. Okay. The Brotherhood is going north. Well, I guess. To I don't fight. Know. You know what that means? That means no Clegan Bowl. Well, there wasn't going to be a Clegane Bowl because they got rid of the, Trial by Combat. Now Tommen's basically, screw you, Mom. I'm getting yeah. rid of Trial by Combat I'm because like, really, your guy Tom, can rip Tommen, people's heads off their bodies. Is, is Tommen that stupid? I mean, I know he's being manipulated by the, the High Sparrow. Could but, it be? But but the High Sparrow, I think, is being played. We know she's being, well, being we know played Marjorie's by Marjorie. Play. But I mean... But what, to what end does getting rid of this Trial by Combat help? It doesn't help Cersei or... Loris. No, it doesn't. That's kind of weird too. I don't and know. And I'm like, that, that doesn't help Marjorie's uh, you know, I mean, arguments. Marjorie's, you know, conversion there was a little questionable. I'm like, you know, Marjorie's oh, smart. Good. I think she's playing the sparrow. Oh, she definitely is. And she did in to confirm everybody's hopes and thoughts. <laughs> you know, she does a little clandestine note pass to uh, the uh, thorn. You know, the most lady, obvious lady clandestine thorns. note pass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, hey, what is that over there? Whoop, here you go. Hey. <laughs> Hey, crazy lady, look over there. Hey, ooh, what's that? Oh, hey. You know, so you got that going. So I guess maybe no Lady Stoneheart or maybe not. Yeah. You know, the and whole, I, the I whole... wasn't expecting Lady Stoneheart, but they set it up so it would, there should have been something. Yeah, and there I was think nothing. a lot of people were hoping. And, or they, you know what? They've been doing things goofy anyways. Yeah. You know, but I guess next week is the Bastard Bowl. The Bastard Bowl. It's Battle of the Bastards. And we'll see how that goes. I guess Sansa did send a Stark to Littlefinger, so we'll see what happens with yeah. the uh, Knights of the Vale. Because yeah. they're still... Yeah, how, how can a Knights of a Vale entire army move north and nobody knows? They're, or pays attention they're, to they're what's sneaky. going on? Well, every other buddy's armies are wiped out. The Vale is the only... Yeah, but you got to get past the, the Greys. you got to get past the the Freys. The no, they're on the, right, they're on the right side of the bridge. Yeah, okay. The veil's oh, on, on, the, okay, on the, the proper side of the bridge. They don't need to cross the bridge. Uh, the we'll veil. see. We'll see what happens, anyways. But yeah, so Jamie redemption story doesn't happen. It's actually Jamie loves Cersei. He's gonna kill you, everybody. What he's got to do, yeah. and that's well. That's my big. Been my biggest disappointment yeah. of the show at all was the Jamie redemption story. Just has never been there. No. When when he got back to King's Landing before the purple wedding, I said his story is done. It's it's mm-hmm. so far off the rails it can't come back properly. Yeah, exactly. So he's like, I'll mow down armies, get back to Cersei and blah blah blah. <laughs> I mean Admir does make a a good point. Like, yeah. you know, you think you're being nice to me and you're a monster, yeah. you know, da 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 da. In I think in the books, you know, Jamie was you know, was more like guilty of like yes, but you don't know the promises I've made and yeah. this is how we're gonna do it, you know. But he doesn't reveal that, yeah. But you know it as the reader. So all right, we'll, I guess we'll see what happens. Oh yeah, Daenerys comes back. Yeah, uh, yeah. We knew that was gonna happen as soon as the city was under attack. Yeah. Well, uh, I suppose the uh, the old masters are attacking. Yeah, of course. There you so. go. Although they did try a humorous scene with uh, Tyrion and. Yeah. Missandra was it Missandra? Missandei. Missandei and, and uh, Grey, Grey Tom, Grey Worm. It was kind of funny, but it was <laughs> very of, forced. It was very forced. Uh, but, 
could have been written better. Her, her maybe, joke made know. me laugh, though. It was, but I can yell like, help in 99 so languages. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I guess it's okay. All right, are we done? I think we're done. Jason? We can let Jason come back into the mix here. Jason, are you done tweeting about how bored you are when we're talking about Game of Thrones? Posted something on our Facebook page at Bad Ideas Podcast. History of yes. Bad Ideas. Did a nice right. little thing. Well, that's nice. Watching a T-Rex run an American Ninja Warrior. Oh, that was great. I was going to oh, mention that earlier. They were, did you see that? I saw the beginning of it. Why would I continue to watch that? <laughs> he did he pretty well. Great. Yeah, he got through, what, two and a half? Two and a half or three and a half, yeah. Three, three yeah. and a half, maybe? Yeah, he fell in the little twirly thing. Yeah, it was three and a half obstacles. He made yeah, okay. three and a, a T-Rex. <laughs> made it through three and a half obstacles. A guy obstacles. in a T-Rex outfit. Okay, it's entertainment, I guess. <laughs> and I'm watching the third one when he's doing it, and I'm like... Oh, he needs his arm legs for that. That outfit's not going to work. He can't, though. You know why? He's got T-Rex arms. (laughs) Or as we like to call in the NFL, Ricky Waters arms. Hey, Ricky, get over the middle. (laughs) People don't get to see this, but we're making little motions with her. Kind of like my air quotes. Yes. (laughs) Let's get to listener feedback. So who do we start on on listener feedback? All right. So listener feedback, starting off with this guy named Doug. Number one fan? Can't give yourself a nickname. Ah, all right. He says, uh, who are the top five Canadian superheroes? Wolverine. Wolverine, I think, would have to be number one. And Wolverine. Four other people from Alpha Flight. Uh, Captain <laughs> Britain. I don't think he's Canadian. Canadians have the queen on their money, don't it's they? true. There is a Captain Quebec. Yeah, but he's not good. No, no, he's not. There's a lot of bagels. Captain Canuck. There's a lot of pastries. Yeah. Oh, Captain Canuck. He's probably yeah. number two. No. No. I, no. I, I would take, like, hey, Who's Sasquatch. the Canadian Mountie from these uh, cartoons? Uh, Dudley Do-Right. Yeah, Dudley Do-Right. <laughs> Dudley Do-Right's number two. Okay, I can yeah. go with that. I could go with that. Yeah. Um, and he's a good-looking guy. Yeah. Uh, I think Graphic Novice has... This listener feedback section? I think they answered this. Not well. Not well. I Hold was on. confused. Okay, with so them. if it's top five Canadian superheroes, they need 7.5 Canadian superheroes to equal good five call. American, American heroes, ah, right? Okay. Here we go. The list of the exchange rate. 11 yes. greatest superheroes. We're just going to let denofgeek.com answer it. Yeah, Den of yeah, Geek. Well, thank you, Deno Geek. Uh, let's see here. Um, I, Sasquatch. I can believe that. Bigfoot, yeah, I believe that. Sasquatch, Good one. Is, he, he's a scientist who also kind of, like, Hulk-like, turns into a big creature that can... He's on Alpha Flight, right? Yes, he is. Oh, I thought okay. you were talking about Walter Sasquatch Lankowski. from the old Six Million Dollar Man. No, Ooh. no, not... Uh, no. Sasquatch and Wild Boy, or Bigfoot and Wild Boy, Bigfoot. was that what it was called? <laughs> <laughs> that terrible show. What about Chaka? Does this Chaka count? Chaka. From Land of the Lost? Yes, I know. Is he Canadian? He's Canadian. I think that might be the Canadian Land of the Lost. Yeah. I think that's where Land of the Lost takes place is in Canada. Sergeant Can... So we got got, uh, Captain uh, Britain. Oh, no, no. We We... got Dudley Do-Right. We got Chaka. Uh, We got to get a female. I got her. The Purple Rider. That's what she looks like. Now it doesn't look like anything but an ant. Because you got your thing going on. That's a polka dot. Okay. So we're going Purple Rider. Uh, she was in Grand Slam Aces. She's got a jean short, rolled up jean shorts on. Yes. With the belly midriff. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, that's not her. The Polka Dot Pirate is the female. The we're going with her. Oh. We're going with her. Okay. Uh, so there, there you, you go. go. Uh, Puck? Puck is uh, yeah, yeah. Canadian. I but wasn't a big fan of Puck. Michael J. Fox. Uh, Red Ketchup. Brian Adams. <laughs> Red Ketchup. Red Ketchup. Red Ketchup. There you go. Okay, <laughs> he wins. I thought ketchup was an American invention. Yeah. Uh, cat's up. Wait, wait, no. I fucking hate it. Is, is that Captain Maple Syrup? 
Uh, Ray- maple syrup. <laughs> maple leaf man. That was his main. Maple leaf. The lumberjack. We have a pretty big Canadian the conglomerate. <laughs> Uh, Red Ketchup was raised by a neo-Nazi abusive father. What? Who made him play chicken with trains. Just step off the track. Uh Um, He was hocked hocked up on LSD and cocaine. Uh That made him uh, immune to pain. He was Lobo Wolverine Punisher clone goofed up on bath salts and given a full license to fight crime and corruption. He's Red Ketchup and he needs to be seen to to be believed. Uh, No. Uh, Captain Newfoundland... (laughs) I'm not kidding. <laughs> he was in the Captain Newfoundland newspaper strip, 1979. This one is a bit strange. It is a whole lot of amazing. Yeah, so okay. Captain Newfoundland. Sure. Originally called Captain Atlantis. Uh, Captain Newfoundland may, met... Did they figure out that the lost city of Atlantis actually became Newfoundland? Is that what uh, happened? Captain Newfoundland met Leif Erikson, who came with his Vikings to explore the remaining tip of Atlantis. So he's been there for centuries. A long time, yeah. Uh, North Guard. There's North Guard. Don't forget oh, about I've him. heard of the North Guard. Captain Canuck and uh, North Star. Yeah, North Star's cool. Yeah, I like North Star. So anyway, so we got Dudley Do Right, yeah. uh, Wolverine, uh, Sasquatch, Sasquatch, Chaka, Chaka, Michael J. Fox, Michael J. Fox, <laughs> the polka dotted lady, polka dot babe, midriff chick. <laughs> His nickname is Vibe. <laughs> Michael J. Fox. Oh, <laughs> oh Jason. I'm dead, sir. Sorry. Sir. Oh. Sir. Sir. <laughs> Tasteless. Sir. Apologize. I, I don't. Oh. <laughs> so, that was kind of funny. I, 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 I'm, <laughs> I'm going to take the moral high ground. I'm speechless. No one else takes the moral high ground. <laughs> Look how I'm always Jason Brigger. The moral high ground is about two inches off the ground in this studio. (laughs) We normally have to look up to the higher ground, moral high ground, don't we? Oh, I craned my neck to look at that high ground. Okay, so next question from Doug. We're still on listener feedback. If you could make a trade of characters between Marvel and DC, who would it be and why? I guess we're doing like free agent trades yeah, I, here. I would trade uh, Batman to the Marvel Universe. Interesting. So all the good superheroes would be in one universe. There you go. Like Green Arrow. Uh, uh, yeah, but I mean, he's Hawkeye's better than Green Arrow. So. Okay. Um, I would probably, in honesty, trade... That's a tough one. Maybe Spider-Man? Just to see, like, I feel like he's pretty stale in the new universe, in Marvel. So I would like to see what he could do see, in the new one. I would see. like to see him fight uh, fight the Joker. I think that would be fun. Uh, who would Batman be fighting in Marvel? Like, who would be a good bad guy for him? Yeah, I'm just wondering who... So so we're trading Batman for Spider-Man? Yeah, we're doing that. that. Batman, oh, okay. Spider-Man. Doctor Doom. For Batman? Yeah. That would not be bad, because he's pretty genius. Mm-hmm. He runs a country. Yeah. I like that. Is there any, like, homicidal maniacs in Marvel? Carnage. Well, there's a couple. Of... I'm just trying to think of the bigger arcade. <laughs> <sighs> He's awful. He is. Uh, <laughs> Carnage, I could see as like a Joker, Joker foil a little bit, a uh, little bit more killing than Joker. Joker about... kills a lot, but yeah. Carnage is a serial killer. What about Lion Hunter? Craven. Yeah. Craven. Craven would be good. Ooh. Craven versus Batman would actually be good. Yeah. I, I would pay to see read that. I'll take that. They're both smart. I would see they both big game hunters. Craven working for Doom. Oh, I got it. Okay. Yeah. Who was? 
Okay, go ahead. Yeah, but I'm just saying, Doom is the overall bad guy. And okay. He gets these other guys to, you know, Batman has to work his way through a, a rogues gallery, if you will, of the <laughs> Marvel. Uh, mm-hmm. So then we would have Spider-Man versus Joker. Joker. Uh, I could see the Riddler being goofy enough to be in Spider or Spider-Man's uh, rogues ga- yeah, gallery. I like that. I, I, could, I could see that. See. Just see what Spider-Man does with Batman's rogues gallery and Batman does with Spider-Man's I could actually, in gallery. all honesty. <laughs> uh, I could see... I, I would like to see Batman interact with some of the superheroes. Batman especially Doc Ock. I want to see him bitch slap Tony Stark mm. down. I could see that. That that would be interesting. Uh, I would like... I'm the, better, like, I'm the better eccentric billionaire with toys. No, I am. <laughs> I got a Batwing. I, 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 had, a, I had a sidekick. I had a hot female assistant. What about you? Yeah. Oh, you win that one. Okay. I do too. I call him Robin. I, I, would be I had Alfred. Him. I had a CGI uh, false intelligence dude. Well, in the comic books, he actually had Jarvis was his butler. Oh, Jarvis. Oh, okay. And they, they turned him into CGI for the movie. Oh, artificial intelligence yeah. thing? Yeah, but he was okay. an actual human. Because a butler is just crazy know. in this day and age. Yeah. An artificial <laughs> intelligence guy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know, and was, that was pretty nam for <laughs> Marlon Brandon lookalikes. Uh, well, thank you, Doug. That was a good question. I like that one. Actually, we, yeah, we, we got more play out of that than bit. I thought we would when I first read it. <laughs> good. Hey, next one from our good listener, Pam Morris. We haven't heard from her in a while. Yeah. She said, uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane started out good, but I hated that fucking stupid ending. And but, all I have to say is yes. I'm going to watch it probably this weekend. Yes. I, all right. I'm, going to watch it sometime in the distant future okay i'll tell you what uh you know pam you know she's a listener to the podcast probably knows how i felt about the ending too fucking stupid ending we heard how you felt talked about that i will we'll wait until you see the movie so we can get your feedback okay so pam and i are waiting i will watch it this weekend i promise there you go uh next one from uh drinking in the park at neil and johnny we're good buddies yeah, listener feedback. P.S. Who's hotter? 90s Alyssa Milano or 2000s Alyssa Milano? 90s. 2000s. All I have to say is Embrace the Vampire. Ooh. Yeah, I'll, I'll take You know, I purposely went and saw Embrace the Vampire just so I could see Alyssa Milano boobies. Last week or? No, years ago. Oh, when okay. I first heard about it. I was a raven maniac trying to find a rent movie so i can go and watch it's a the very Milano good film it's very deep embrace the vampire very good story deep. very good story very deep story i felt dirty the first time because i still remember at that time when embrace the vampire came out i still remember yeah. Alyssa milano as a 13 year old girl from the who's 80s, the boss from, from who's, who's the boss, the boss. Yeah. and i'm like I don't want to see thirteen-year-old yeah. girl naked. But she's actually twenty. Yeah, well, yeah. twenty-two, I think. But yeah. it really wasn't it, until Charmed when I went, "Oh, yeah, yeah oh, adult go. Alyssa Milano." Yeah. Now so I don't feel dirty. Exactly. I don't feel dirty after watching her. In I grew up in the eighties, so I didn't feel dirty when I was watching her in the nineties. So it was okay. Yeah, so I was good. Exactly. You know, the best part is when you go, you would go to the video rental store and you pop that VCA VHS in, mm. and it's already at the booby part. Oh yeah. <laughs> rewind to the booby part. Yeah, that's it. It's like, hey, somebody forgot to rewind. Thanks. It's an hour. It's an, it's an hour and three minutes. Anyways. Yeah, but you know what? I'm not I, kidding. You know, this, is, this is really tough though, because you know she's one of those. You know, when I was when she was a kid, I was a kid more or mm-hmm. less, and she was a cute kid. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. She but, was in Commando. 
You know, yeah, I commanded that great piece of art. <laughs> the only good Schwarzenegger. The only movie. good Schwarzenegger movie. Yeah. The bad guy had mesh. You know, it, it, this is this is really tough because you know she went from you know good looking young lady to uh, still a very good looking you know milf. Yeah. Basically, this is really difficult for me. I, I'm having a hard time trying to pick which one. But if I had a top five list, if I had a five list, but you know, my wife doesn't let me have a five list. But if I did have a five list, uh-huh. I think two slots would be taken up. One by 90s Milano and one by 2000s Milano. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm going 90s. Uh, I'm going 2000s. Um, okay. I'll do both. <laughs> All right. So, Passersby Podcast at Passersby Pod. Yes. What's uh, the over-under on Finding Dory absolutely destroying the box office? 150. In its opening weekend? Yeah. Actually, I don't I think it's think going to be that high. I think I'm going to go yeah. 110. I'm going. I'm going 75. I say a good chance because this is the the, the Finding Nemo yeah. mm-hmm. sequel, cool. and it's got Ellen DeGeneres as the main voice. And I looked at the movies on our uh, list for box office bombs. Mm-hmm. I say it's prime to come in and take that over. Oh, it's going to destroy. Yeah. No, yeah, it'll be number one. It's just how much. Uh, I was looking when I was looking up some research on Finding Dory the other day. Uh, the Good Dinosaur, which I've talked about the yeah. hate you were looking forward to it and it disappointed you to yes the end. it only made 123 million domestically okay for pixar it was the lowest grossing oh, yeah. film that they've made and i knew there was a lot of issues yeah, behind you're, the scenes. you're saying only but it uh, was disappointing um, i thought it would still i thought it would still make 150 just because it was dinosaurs it was kids it was pixar I was just kind of pleasant. I was surprised by how how it didn't do as well as I thought at the box office. God, I think it did worse than the Crudes. Crudes is actually they're making a sequel. We're I going to talk about that. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Crudes is not horrible. It's not horrible. It's not good. Well, no, but for you know. Hmm. Right. See, I, I really no, 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 no. People say for a kids movie. No, no, no. I'm not judging. I yeah. judge them all the same. Yeah. But when I'm watching these movies over and over based on what my kids want to watch i'll take the crudes over something else you know most of the time so fucking fox and the hound i'm a hound dog i'm a hound dog all right so for your answer yes 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 (laughs) all right uh from the pop culture podcast have you hey have you did you ever (laughs) have you ever done Have you did? Is this their exact quote? Or yeah, it is. it is. All right, pop culture podcast needs to work on their grammar. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It makes sense in Canada. Oh, that's true. He is Canadian. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, have you? Did you ever do top five? A on what cartoon car would you love to own if possible? A. No, we have not. I think we should do that next week. I don't know if there's enough cartoon cars. Cartoon. Oh, cartoon cars. cars. It says cartoon cars. Oh. Let's, change it to fictional Let's cars? do fictional cars. I know the Mach 5 Speed Racer. Well, he's Damn, well, I just gave another one away. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, could we do uh just cars like entertainment cars like from movies and TV shows? Coolest movie yeah. cars. Cool coolest the coolest or cars you want to own. There might be a difference. I don't know. Yet, well, they got to be in movies or TV or Cartoons or uh, cartoons, yeah, or... that works. In a form of entertainment, yeah, yeah, not, top not five cars. The car parked around the corner of my house. <laughs> I want that one. I so want a minivan. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> okay, we'll do that next week. All top right. five cars. Number one, Jason's minivan. Jason's <laughs> minivan. Okay, all right. Uh, so uh, to sum up, 
Yes. All right. <laughs> Hobbit-Hulk-CF at Pink Oliphant. It's Nikki. Oh, From really? New Zealand. Yes. Oh, I was going to say Oliphant. That means she's a Lord of the Rings oh, she is. fan. Hi, well, Nikki. She is a Hobbit. Well, well, I didn't know it was a she, but Pink yeah. Oliphant. You know, Pink Elephant. All right. And I even put it on a note here. Lord of the Rings fan, I think. Okay. So she says, uh, is anyone going to get the Goat Simulator game that is free on Xbox Live this month? Do not have the Xbox Live, but it sounds amazing. I what is what the this... Goat Simulator? Is it uh, better than Goat Fucker? <laughs> I, 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 I pray to God it is. Uh, let's see. Uh, I Go to the next question. I'll come back to the Goat Simulator. I'll get so, you those. Uh, your answer is maybe. No. <laughs> All right, so uh, from VF, VF Graphic Novice, listener feedback, board gaming cons. I'm assuming he's meaning conventions, not as in pro or cons. Uh, conventions, I think. Yeah, yes. it says, needs more discussion, obviously, because you left that first opening statement ambiguous. <laughs> Do you guys have advice to device to best enjoy one? We kind of talked about it. Con? Well, yeah. we kind of talked about it a little bit beforehand. Yeah. Go in there. So go answer is rewind. Listen to the beginning again. <laughs> and you know, just try anything that seems interesting to you. I mean, people are there to sell their games. Well, so. well within reason. That's how you got furry rabies last year. What? Yeah. You were open I, stuff, I, and I, it, just, I, it turned I, out I, bad. Anything once. That's uh-huh. true. Even furry rabies. <laughs> <laughs> I won't recommend it anymore. No. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's, yeah, exactly. Just, just go and play. There you go. Uh, go find one. Go and play. Or yeah, if you're going, if you're going to big ones like I was talking about, and you want, there's things you might want to play. You, you might want to look early of booking and reserving a space because, like I said, there are a couple mm. of games I wanted to to try out, but they were all booked up. So. Uh, you can negotiate sometimes on pricing. Uh, for if you're buying a board game, if you're buying a tabletop game, uh, you can negotiate. Sunday's the best day because they are trying to get rid of it, kind of like any convention. Yeah, yeah. They, don't, they, don't they don't want to bring it, it home. They don't want to bring anything home. Uh, if you engage with the person play uh, showing you the game, uh, they're a little bit more friendlier on the bargain prices than that. Yeah. But like I said, I haven't been into one. I, I never went to one except until uh, two years ago. And I've enjoyed them. And, yeah, if you go in with an open mind and you just want to play the games, it's fun to do. Mm-hmm. It really is. And no one's ever been an asshole or anything no, like that. I say ever. Well, most of them. Some, but... Majority of them are not assholes. They're all, everybody's there just to have fun. So, mm-hmm. um, important thing about Goat Simulator, it is on the iTunes App Store. Oh, yay. Uh, it's the latest in Goats. This is straight from their thing. Latest in Goat Simulation technology. Uh, you no longer have to fantasize about being a goat. Your mobile uh, mobile dreams have finally come true. Uh, game uh, Goat simula- Simulator is all about causing as much destruction as possibly can as a goat. Uh, you can go, let's see. Uh, eat everything. Eat tin can. Yes. Uh, instead of doing tricks, you Kick wreck stuff. Kick head. Uh, when it comes to ghosts, not even the sky's the limit, as you can probably just bug through it and crash the game. Uh, disclaimer. Uh, goat Simulator is completely stupid... And to be honest, you should probably spend your money on something else, such as a hula hoop, a pile of bricks, or maybe pull your money together with your friends and buy a real goat. Uh, the key features, you can be a goat, and you get points for wrecking stuff. That is it. <laughs> and the best uh, thing... So the answer will be no, I will not be getting the goat simulator. $4.99 on iTunes, and it's free on Xbox Live this month. Free on Xbox Live? Uh, I do not have Xbox Live. You can kick a turkey. But it's big in New Zealand. You can kick a fence. <laughs> Uh, you can and destroy a helicopter with a go- uh, cow running, hiding from it. Can, can you eat a helicopter? I don't know. 
They are pretty one piece at a tin time. can. There's one that you're interrupting a giraffe at a zoo. So I'm oh. intrigued. Did, did you hear what an interrupting goat says? What? Bah! Fell for that one. <laughs> very... I, don't, I don't get it. That's what I hear about you. No. No. I don't get it. Hey, hey, uh Is there is there a balance is there a balance challenge on those? Like standing on rocks? Uh, there's one he's standing, standing on, on a waters, he's standing, standing on, on a fence. He's on a fence. There you go. <laughs> standing on the Hey Blake post. knock knock. Yes. Knock knock. What? You're supposed to say who's there. Come in. Interrupting cow. Yeah. Damn it. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that that joke's not funny, man. What are you talking about? My my five year old likes it. <laughs> All right, go ahead and try it again. No, forget it. Now I'm done. Okay. Anyways, move on. <laughs> All right. Move. So, uh, <laughs> so the answer is <laughs> bah. All right. <laughs> doctor number one and doctor number one says, uh, "Wouldn't it be better for Steph Curry to be in Space Jam two instead of LeBron James?" I think we should wait to see how the outcome of the series comes. <laughs> the winner gets to be in Space Jam. I think it should be that Draymond guy. There it is. Yeah, Space Jam. He can kick aliens in the nuts. That's and and turn them off and win the game. <laughs> it would work. It would. Hey, you know what? I would say that uh, I, I did see the movie Trainwreck a couple weeks ago. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. And I the pleasant surprise about that movie was the acting jobs of John Cena, who was really funny in John that movie. Z- yep. And LeBron, who's actually yes. pretty funny in it. LeBron too. was pretty they, damn they funny. They both did well. They both did very well. I, I would have seen in the theater. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You go swipe left on down the nearest one on Tinder to you, buddy. Like, or was it Grinder? Grinder. Yeah. Oh, John Cena thing was pretty funny. I like. He's his. actually been pretty humorous in movies that I've seen. He was in yeah. uh, Daddy's Home just for like two minutes, yeah. and it was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. They're like. Why does that guy have legs for arms? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Because that man is huge. See, the thing is, I remember seeing him in his first appearance in the WWE mm-hmm. years ago, and he was like a skinny Marky Mark yeah, he was. knockoff. Yes. what he originally was. Mm-hmm. And now you look at him like, holy crap. Yeah. And he does so, like, I don't like his character at all. Mm. But he's done so much for Make-A-Wish, and it's like, mm. you can't hate him. He's their number one Make-A-Wish. Yeah, he's yeah. tripled yeah. the next closest. Yeah. And it's like, you can't be mad at anybody like that. It's like, damn you! I just wish he didn't have an annoying character in the I, rest of I agree, and it yeah. pisses me off because every time I see him, I'm like, I fucking hate this character. But god damn you, stop being he's good! He's such a damn, good guy! I know! He hated that damn spinner belt. Oh, yeah, the US. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, let's do some draft day. No. What do we want? Draft day! Draft day, draft day, I want a draft day. Hopey, 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 hopey. Draft day, draft day, we need a draft day. Hopey, hopey, history better ideas, yeah! Draft day! Well, we were going to do draft day for Preacher. Can't do it. Why? There's only three episodes in Preacher. There's eight books. I need an entire <laughs> series before I can start making substitutions. I got books on the shelves. You want to read those? Before I start making substitutions, I got to see an entire entire uh, season. I got a list. I didn't even see one episode. Come on. That's your prerogative. My prerogative. Really? I can't, oh. I can't do it. I just can't. Oh. I have to finish the season before I can start mentally trying to replace these people well apparently in three months we'll do preacher draft day all right mark it down well news of the geek (laughs) all right
It's time for another installment of the news of the geek. Just came across the in the green room over there on TV um, that Tennessee, the University of Tennessee, Tennessee, is closing their college the day after their home opener uh, for football. They open on a Thursday night versus Appalachian State, and they're closing that Friday for all the students. Oh, it's not bad. Why not? <sighs> so what does that mean? There's no school on that Friday. So? Why? Why? This is what we're closing for? A fucking Tennessee game? <sighs> are you are you a Tennessee taxpayer? Yes. <laughs> well, then... <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how to respond to how that. How do you live in Ohio? <laughs> I don't know. If you were a taxpayer, you could be upset and say, Where, where's my tax money going to? What do you think about that, VF? The fog. Uh, okay, so uh, news of the geek. Well, how do they know there's no school? They don't read anyways in Tennessee. <sighs> oh. I like how we've just... Tennessee hates us. Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee. <laughs> uh, I think we offended Canada earlier. No, we like Canada. We like we Canada. We like them. I just have a feeling they might not have gotten our sense of humor. And... Tennessee? Alabama's rich step uncle. That's what it is. <laughs> That's all it is. Anyways, they the water. more teeth in Tennessee. That's right. Tennessee is the serving platter of the uh, middle of the country. Oh, is that really true? Did you ever notice that the the states, if you color them, things mm-hmm. it looks like a, a, a chef Frying standing pan. there holding a platter with a turkey? Yeah. On. I never did, but now I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I do. Yeah. Like Louisiana's a boot, and like Wisconsin's like a chef hat. Louisiana's and- can- Canadian. Now, Wisconsin is like a giant toque. We like Wisconsin. Stop insulting people, people. <laughs> God. Anyways, News of the Geek, am I allowed doing that, or are you going to say no to that, too, like draft day? Pennsylvania is the Keystone State, but they don't look anything like a Keystone. They're kind of like a rectangle. Because they're in the middle of the, of the original 13 and colonies. And Keystone beer sucks. Well, that it's true. It does. They have yingling. Uh, the Walking Dead star and motorcycle enthusiast Norman Reedus. Have you seen his new show? I saw the first five minutes. Okay, I, you're, that is awful. It is horrible. Uh, if you is like motorcycles, people. No, 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 no. no. Oh. If you like motorcycles, I guess it's cool. I saw. I actually, I saw probably about fifteen minutes mm-hmm. in, and he was talking to the one uh, female or the one woman. I have no idea like who she was, but she had this store in like a jewelry store, and he yeah. was looking. at but like just like the talk the way he talked to her it was like yeah. i like norman reedus he was not a good interview like the way he's talking is just like yeah we did that that was a pretty fun time back there remember when he came to the set yeah okay yeah <laughs> it's, like, it's he's he's you know it's 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 a better visual of people riding motorcycles than it is an actual show about yes. talking about motorcycles i get he's a motorcycle nut yes yes and he's just stick to acting <laughs> And riding motorcycles on weekends. So anyways, Norman Reedus recently said he he would like to play Ghost Rider should Marvel approach him with the role. You know, now Norman Reedus wants to come on our show and kick our ass. Well, he probably oh, could. He, he has to get behind J- Lipnicki first. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan Lipnicki. Uh, he said, hell yeah, when he talked to Uproarks, uh, dot com, in Uproarks. Respo- <laughs> I like Uproarks better. Uproarks. <laughs> We're just making fun of people in Tennessee that can't read. <laughs> I just have a speech impediment. Uh, Upworks, uh, in response to whether he'd be interested in playing the character. He was born in southwest Ohio. <laughs> yes. It would be a blast. Do I get a skull phase that's on fire and all that stuff? Fuck yeah, I'm down. 
He added he was a fan of Nicolas Cage's portrayal. Oh, no, no. Don't be excited about that. You can't be a fan of anything Nicolas Cage portrayed. Marvel reclaimed Ghost Rider in 2013. However, Marvel studi- uh, Studios president Kevin Farrell. Kevin Fig. Thank you. Said at the time, no plans for a reboot of the character have been made. And we're going to bury that. Norman Reedus said, okay, they may actually start looking at it. He actually wouldn't be bad for it. I think he'd be pretty cool. I think he would be. I think you could do it as, uh, Jeff, what do you think? Netflix or film for Ghost Rider? I hope they never do it. I thought Ghost Rider was a piece of shit character that should never see the light of day. Okay, Blake. uh, Netflix or uh, movie? AMC special. They could could (laughs) bring some zombies into the (laughs) storyline. Uh, let's see. This is the big one. And then some Irish Catholicism in Boston. I like it. Boom, boondock Saint action. I like it. With, uh, with Read the us. motorcycle. Yeah, Ghost Rider and zombies. I am not a big Ghost Rider fan, but I do. I, I will agree that uh, Ritas could probably pull it off pretty well. You could put a undead uh, Evil Knievel in there. <laughs> is he dead? Evil Knievel? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, but Robbie's still alive. Oh, yeah, okay. Robbie Knievel can play... <laughs> His dad, evil, undead can evil. I think Robbie's a little bitter. <laughs> I've seen interviews with him. He's been bitter. Do you ever, do you ever see some of those uh, interviews with uh, evil can evil, especially when he's an old, oh, he's a dick. old man? Oh, he's a dick. <laughs> he is I, just, a dick. I remember the interviewers asking him, you know, why'd you do all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. You, you the, the canyon jump, you knew it was going to fail, but you did it anyways. And he's like, do you know who the hell I am? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's just badass uh for the younger uh listeners they don't know who evil knievel is <laughs> uh, go look it up man he's he was a guy that did a lot of stunts back when that was a big thing like he, he jump canyons jump stuff on his motorcycle without yeah, the safety stuff yeah he broke about every bone in his body yeah like snake canyon was that the big one that yeah he did? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he did the fountain at king's island oh mm-hmm uh this is the thing that this article this uh news clipping i had to actually look it up because it really did sound like a a joke like is this on the (laughs) on the onion like i really thought this was the onion it is not the passion of the christ is getting a sequel as mel gibson what happens does he live (laughs) is this a sequel that comes back to life read the book you gotta read the book Oh, wait, this, hold this on. is going to be one of those things where, oh, the dead character comes back to life. <laughs> <laughs> and they, and they a, rip it off Jon Snow. <laughs> is there such a, a tired witch? trope. Is there a red witch in this story? Well, the end of The Passion of the Christ did leave it open. Because the door was, the rock was moved <laughs> and you saw him. Oh, it was a cliffhanger? It was a cliffhanger. <laughs> I mean, he may be possibly coming back. Mel Gibson. Is this about yeah. the rapture? It's the sequel. No, Is it take, the rapture? I don't think it takes place in modern Jesus times. Back. He's going to kick some ass. <laughs> it's, not the, it's not the family guy version. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, Mel Gibson is moving forward on a film that tells the story of Jesus' resurrection. Braveheart writer Randall Wallace confirmed to the Hollywood is he Reporter. to uh, William Wallace? Uh, yes. yes. Really? Yes. He is? No, I have no idea. He's a distant, uh... Randall uh, Wallace, Braveheart writer. I was going to say a, a relative, uh... William the, Wallace? What's the word I'm looking for? Ancestor. Ancestor. Thank you. <laughs> $25,000 payment. Okay, uh, things that you say to your grandma. Things that uh, are white. Uh, a uh, ghost. Mayonnaise. Ghost writer. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Bad ideas. Yes. Make it a sequel to <laughs> this. Uh, anyways, uh... Descendant. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Wallace said he and Gibson started to seriously move forward on a follow-up to The Passion when working together on the forthcoming World War II film Hacksaw Ridge, which opens in theaters this November. Oh, tough guy. 
this November. Wallace went on to say that the passion is the beginning, and there's a lot more story to tell. Well, yes, if you read the Bible, I'm sure there is. There's a lot more things to be told. I bet you there's a prequel after this sequel. I bet you they do. Uh, Now, if they come up with Jesus the teenage years, I might watch that. (laughs) That'd be pretty cool. Didn't he go away for like 15 years? Like disappeared for like 15 years in the Bible? Nothing in the book. 40 years. He was disappeared for 40 years. It wasn't 40 years. He was killed at 31. He was 33 when he died. He didn't disappear for 40 years. It's like, we're talking Bible math here. Oh, that's true. <laughs> well, if that's the case, he was disappeared for 225 years. Yeah. What? You could base it off like the, he was, the Chronicles of Young Indiana like, Jones. <laughs> the Chronicles of Young Jesus. I'm picturing picture with a hat, with a hat, with a hat <laughs> on top of the train from Last Crusade with the circus yeah. train. I can see but, that. But wearing you know, the robes. robes. Skin, Jesus robes vest. and a fedora. He's got a goatskin vest. That's his signature. You know, no sleeve. I'm the vest. asshole for the Michael J. Fox comment. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, but Michael J. Fox is real. Yeah, thank God. God has a sense of humor. All right, so keep going. He made the platypus. And we haven't been struck dead yet. Please send any complaints to Jeff, a graphic novice. Uh, the evangelical community considers The Passion the biggest movie ever out of Hollywood. They keep telling us that they think a sequel will be even bigger. Well, of course they will! <laughs> is this going to be a cruel joke where they keep saying a sequel's coming, but... <laughs> It never does. You it's like, like the Duke coming. It's like the Duke Nukem of video games. It's coming, really. Oh my God. Uh, but, uh, I'm going to hell. Right. The, the Passion of the Christ was the highest grossing rated R movie before Deadpool. Yes, yes. Does that mean Deadpool's better mm-hmm. than Jesus? I did. I did like the Passion of the Christ. Actually, it was a good movie. I don't think the. But I guess there can... wasn't enough backstory for uh, <laughs> film critics, Cap Jeff. <laughs> It was this Jesus guy. But no, no, I thought it was tastefully done. <laughs> what? I, I thought the 178 whippings that they did in the movie was tastefully done. We counted, if you were curious. <laughs> when, when we used to screen movies, we would take bets on uh, how yeah. much... We'd pick something before the uh, movie started. How many times is that going to happen during the movie? So before this one, we said, how many times yeah. is someone going to get whipped? Uh-huh. And we lost count. Ooh. Like, after we got past the high number, we just stopped counting. And it was at least over 140. That's wild. <sighs> well, it wasn't a pleasant experience from what I read. Yeah, well... <laughs> I don't think they can have enough whippings in the uh, sequel to justify making it. Okay. We're going to skip the next news article. We'll put that towards next week on The Walking Dead. <laughs> Well, that's like, fine. If you start like, walking down, I'll have to uh, text people or tweet time stuff. Out, time out. I feel like the, the first two news articles were a lot about zombies and uh, resurrections and <laughs> ghost riders. We don't want to do a third one of that. Uh, so, Jon Snow, huh? <laughs> uh, Gotham. Jesus Christ, Jon Snow edition. Gotham, Dev, uh, Big Dev's favorite mo- uh, TV show. Uh, much better than Gotham Central, the comic book series, uh, is adding Vicky Vale to season three, and rumors of Tommy Elliot, a.k.a. Hush, will show up. They should add Tommy as a Bruce uh, uh, school chum. Yep. Uh, Gotham is recasting Poison Ivy for season three, and she'll be an older teenager. Because they want sexy time yes. with their they Poison Ivy. They want sexualizer, yes. They, they didn't want to sexualize the kid playing the role. Old. They didn't want a, a little 80s preferred. Alyssa Milano. They wanted a 2000s yeah, Alyssa they Milano. They wanted a 90s and 2000s <laughs> Alyssa Milano. They wanted the vampires embrace Milano. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, also, the Mad Hatter is coming into this year. 
So. Oh, but go. Johnny Depp was terrible in the movie. <laughs> that would be funny if it was actually Johnny Depp <laughs> actually, dressed you know up. What? Uh, he is going through the divorce. He's going to need all the money he needs. He can get <laughs> no prenup. No go. prenup. Uh, so yeah. So uh, anyone excited about that? Okay, moving on. Uh, uh, I do know Tommy I, I, would be kind of cool to set some groundwork for. Yeah, that. I do know that there there is some uh, discontent with making Poison Ivy older mm-hmm. because they said it was going to be somewhat uh kid oriented but it, but as the article itself said kind of funny to be kid oriented with so much violence and of course number one hazard is being a policeman in gotham yeah you know? i mean they have been out of policemen by now <laughs> i feel like the, the training level work i feel like the training program is not very high here's a, uh yeah i like to be a cop here's a gun here's a badge have a good Get day out there here's a handcuff yeah, aren't i supposed to go through a school we ain't got time for that <laughs> Get out uh, there. Here's a red shirt. You're going to die. <laughs> red shirt. That's all the cops in Gotham are wearing now is red shirts. That's except right. for except for uh, Bullock and uh, uh, Commissioner Gordon. They have the orange uh, shirts not on. Even right. a, a policeman right now. In the <laughs> oh, that's show. true. And uh, sign up for your uh, soldier life insurance. We need to know who your beneficiary <laughs> is. Well, can I wait for that? No, we need to know right now. <laughs> She's a cop, too. She's a cop, too. Oh. <laughs> You may want to think about that. Let's go down two or three levels. <laughs> uh, some upcoming sequels. Uh, what uh, WhatCulture.com had uh, movie sequels nobody has asked for. Just thought I would go through these real quick to give your quick Look, thoughts on it. The Crudes. I remember yes. that being on that The list. Crudes 2 is coming out. Uh, July 22nd this year, Ice Age Collision Course. God, uh, fifth Ice Age The fifth. Movie. I didn't even know there was five. I know there's Ice a lot. Age. Is that the one where they meet global warming? Uh, yes. That would be nice. Uh, Indiana Jones 5. Nobody's asking for that. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people That's are still on track? Yeah. 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 It hasn't been derailed yet? No. Well, Nick, uh, Harrison Ford's not dead yet to uh, give it time. Uh, Indiana uh, Jones. I've fallen and I can't get up. Well, they said that they will not replace Indiana Jones. Like, he won't go younger. They won't do anything. That is, Harrison Ford is it. And it's like, but how's your franchise going to continue? Like. Yeah. I don't get yeah, it. We really don't want to see a 76-year-old no. Indiana Jones running no. around. <laughs> he's a, in this one, he, he sends soup back at the commu- uh, the senior center. I don't like the soup. He wears depends. There he goes again, talking about how he fought Nazis and found the grail. <laughs> Did you let it good there, Indiana? <laughs> I heard that's not even your real name. <laughs> you even lost the Ark. You found it, but you lost it. Well, it wouldn't be the lost Ark anymore if it was if we knew where it was. Did you even get a government pension for that? The government took it, and you got squat. They even took away my tenure at the college. I also found these stones. Yeah, no one cares about the stones. <laughs> get rid of that second movie. <laughs> Why is your nurse named Short Round? <laughs> no time for love. <laughs> Dr. Jones. <laughs> no time for new depends, Dr. Jones. <laughs> uh, Underworld, Blood Wars. Yeah, whatever. I can't. That's coming out in October. Yeah, vampires, they said who? They said who of ex- each other. They said, who would have expected in 2003 that you would still be making these films in 2016? Oh, yeah, Scott not. Speedman, future star. Is he still in them? Or I have no idea. Kate Beckinsale is. Kate Beckinsale's her direct- brother is about the only reason to watch them. Yeah. Annabelle 2, about those creepy doll. Oh, yeah, I didn't even what? know what Annabelle was when I read that list. I'm Whatever. like, oh, Annabelle okay. 2. All right. Well, that's I being made because it made so much money on such a short budget. Oh, yeah. One. Mary Poppins Returns. What? Yeah. 
They're making a sequel to Mary Poppins. Is it, uh, oh, what's her name? Emily, Emily Blunt? Blunt is M- Mary Poppins. Ew. It's an actual... St- <laughs> Ew. It's no Alyssa Milano. Comes out on December uh, 25th, 2018. Crude's 2 is coming out next year. Is that about oil? Yes. Triple uh, <laughs> X, The Return of Xander Cage. Uh, that's with Diesel, uh, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel coming back to the trip. Even though they killed him off. Yes. Uh, the most expensive movie ever made is uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. That comes out next year. A uh, budget of over $400 million. Wow. Uh, the cartoon, The Nut Job 2. Yeah, oh. I don't even know what The Nut, Nut Job, Job is. What? <laughs> it's a porn. They never had to change the title. <laughs> uh, they said Terminator 6 is on hiatus, but there's oh, rumors that they're... <laughs> Trying to make another one. Please stop. This is the one that comes stop. out. <laughs> stop. <laughs> this is the one that comes out that surprised me. The Mechanic 2 with Jason Statham. Huh? It comes out in August. I'm oh, like. Oh, that was The Machinist 2. I thought that was The <laughs> Driver. <laughs> no, he was in that one too. Like the this Postman, is... The Delivery Man. <laughs> this is The, the Mechanic. Transporter. Transporter. Now, he did one called The Mechanic. I didn't see it. Whatever. God. I think he hit people with a wrench. So Jason Statham, let me guess. He's been typecast? No. <laughs> Does he care? No. Uh, Saw Legacy is being rebooted. <clears throat> God. Yeah. Let's, let's redo that. Uh, they said not necessarily reboot. It's not take place after the other Saw. Yeah. It's going to be somebody else takes over. Great. Uh, Daddy's Home 2 is the rumor. But did they kill the puppet dude? Uh, I, I think, think so. he died eventually from cancer. Or something. That guy had the longest terminal cancer he I've did. ever seen. Seven movies worth of terminal cancer. Yes. So that's why he was torturing everybody because he had cancer. Pretty much. Yeah. That was the well, whole if plot. you had cancer, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got cancer. Might as well make up elaborate traps for people. <laughs> <laughs> what else am I gonna do with this cancer? <laughs> Fuck it. They said, i your dreams. That's what I'm doing. Just the way you said cancer, I was waiting for like Benny Hill fun music at the end. Cancer. Wah, wah. Yeah, no. Oh, I got cancer. Funny. I must follow my bucket list of torture. <laughs> bucket list of torture? I don't have no time for chemo. Okay, short round. Calm down. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, Dr. Jones. Uh, and also, Resident Evil's come out with another one. Yes. No. Great. So there's your uh, news of the geek. And now here's some uh, promos from our friends. Are you tired of wasted Friday nights? Clubbing with friends and hot chicks like me? Yeah, I am. Yeah, well, you would be because you go out all the time clubbing. I'm not allowed to go to the clubs. This is true. Are you sick of fun conversations at the bar with hunky bartenders? Uh, no, not really, because I'm a dude. You know what? I am sick of it because they always try to pick me up for some reason, Johnny. Sounds like you need to spend an evening in the park, drinking with Neil and Johnny. I love drinking in the park with you, Johnny, even though you're the one that does most of the drinking or all of it. Dude, thanks for buying the rounds. I mean, you know, it's really good. You're, you're a good friend. You're my best friend. No, no, no. We're, we're good. We're friends. We're good friends. Best friend. We're like acquaintances, really. You're my best friend. Is the liquor store still open? Because maybe we should do another, another run. Anything for my best friend. Thanks, friend. Best friend. Thanks, bud. Okay. Good. Best. Join Neil and Johnny every Friday night as they talk about stuff while drinking in the park. Listen on neilandjohnny.com droidscanada.com and on the Tangent Bound Podcast Network. 
bananas. Hey there, kids. Do you want to hear a show where a bunch of guys sit around in a comic book store and talk about comics and uh, lifestyle choices, uh, other goofy things and shenanigans they get up to? Then you When need... have we ever talked about comics? Usually it's people sitting on my lap and riding the struggle bus. That's true. It's mostly shenanigans. <laughs> uh, but occasionally we talk about comics. And if you like any of those things, comics, shenanigans, Devin's lap, then you need to check out Snake Oil Comics with uh, me, Travis, and uh, my beautiful co-host, Big Dev. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and snakeoilcomics.com. It's time for Box Office Bombs. Well, I suppose we should start talking about bombs with a little movie called Warcraft. <laughs> Since we are not necessarily the Chinese market over here in the U.S. of A. Mm-hmm. Bombs. How much did it make, Jeff? 24 and a half in its opening weekend in America. America. It made how much in China, though? Like 400 million? Uh, <laughs> something like that. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it, it all right. Twenty four and a half million in America on a budget of one hundred sixty million. Yep. Uh, apparently, the only people that like the movie are people that play World of Warcraft in Chinese. Yes, but not enough people that like World not of Warcraft. Enough, but, but apparently, <laughs> but enough Chinese. But yes. yeah, there's a billion of them. Yeah, so it works. You know, you get them. So, and they basically make up the bulk of the World of Warcraft MMO if you're still playing that. And so a lot of people that play the MMO and have been faithful to it actually really like the movie. Do they? Okay. Mm-hmm. 145 million in China in four days. Yes. So so between U.S. and China, they make their budget back. They said there will yeah. be a sequel because of that, because just China alone. Solely on the Chinese they, market. They said they'll probably make $400 million to, uh, internationally. To, uh, Total. Yeah. Oh, okay. So there you go. Uh, they said uh, they need to make, uh, what was it? Five hundred million or three hundred? Uh, three hundred million. Sorry, they need to make three hundred million to get the, uh, to make at least uh, break even because of marketing and that. And because the Chinese government takes the first nine out of every 10, <laughs> 10 U.S. dollars in the movie. Allegedly, oh, okay. allegedly. All right, just checking. It's got orcs. Put it in mm-hmm. today. Oh, oh good. Sorry, I was going to move on. And, and with that, I wouldn't be surprised if they move towards more of an Asian central. Characters. Locations. Characters yeah. or locations. Well, Why they not? should. Bank on it. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Be multicultural. Let's go. I mean, they No, are. we need to whitewash it. No, yeah, because they got green they people. Got green people. Yeah, yeah. Orcs. Uh, uh, also they got bomb. orcs. They're orcs. immigrants looking for a home. Need a place to live. You know, better place. Very yeah. deep. Very it deep. Yeah. It, it touches on the uh, things that are going on in the world today. What are you talking about? That's down the hall. Cultural huh? touchstones. That's, that's, down, that's down the hall. It's oh. Amy at Culture Babble. That's down the next hall. door. It's Damn down it. the hall. I'm My son's down there. He's doing a podcast. You need to change the, the sign on the door. <laughs> I know. I apologize. I apologize. Down the hall. Anyways. Okay. Uh, also bombing. Uh, now You See Me too. Another sequel that didn't need to be made. And nobody's <laughs> seeing it. And they already greenlit a third. Ah, nobody's seeing it. it. I get uh, it. Uh, a third? Okay, you could say it just disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> Into nothing. Uh, but yeah, uh, no, $23 million in its opening week on a $90 million. But $90 million. I actually thought it would be more with all the people in it. Yeah, and special effects are... Unless, yeah. Oh, they use real magic, probably. Yo. So they could save money by not Every trick that they have effects. shown in that 
film is like this doesn't even like I know we're in a fictional doesn't world here. It doesn't even look possible as a magic act. Yeah. That's the point. No, it's dumb. Oh, <clears throat> and it's Jesse Eisenberg. I just want to punch they, him in his face. They might as well just have you know made it a special in the Magician. You see that TV show? No, but I heard about Something, it. Yeah. Hey, well, here, Jesse, this is for fucking up Lex Luthor. Whack! <laughs> Come uh, here, Snyder. But, uh, well, the top five, number one this week, uh, not bombing, The Conjuring 2, oh. uh, made $40.5 million, more than its $40 million budget. Well done. So, and a sequel to a horror movie made <clears throat> money at the box office. And it's also the uh, director, James Wan, who's doing the Aquaman movie. Ooh. So they said this was his last film before he did Aquaman. Go Aquaman. So his career is dead after this. Yes. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Aquaman will save him. No. Uh, number two, Warcraft. As dead as a dolphin in a tuna net. <laughs> number three, Now You See Me Too, which we discussed. Number four, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, platform. colon, Out of the Shadows, made another whopping $15 million. Sorry, Seagull, I don't enough dust soap to clean you off. You're dead. On a $135 million budget. <laughs> And coming in fifth, X Men colon Apocalypse, another ten million for a total of one hundred and thirty six and a half million. <laughs> X Men colon Apocalypse. That sounds like a shitty movie. On <laughs> uh, a budget of one hundred seventy eight million. Pepto Bismol commercial. <laughs> X Men Apocalypse, sponsored by Pepto. <laughs> when you know it's a piece of shit, but Apocalypse. You know it's brought to you by Super Colon Blow. You know it's a piece of shit, but you just have to go. <laughs> Uh, coming up, uh, June 17th, we got Central Intelligence. X-Lax Men. <laughs> Golden Apocalypse. Okay, that was a good one. <laughs> Anyways, move on. Central Intelligence. Uh, Central Intelligence uh, could be amusing. Yeah. That's, uh, Kevin Hart, Kevin The Hart Rock. And The Rock, yeah. I'm, I'm probably watch it for free. Yep. Uh, and Finding Dory, which we discussed earlier. What our I'm intrigued by it. Be, so I'm intrigued by it. Pixar uh, hoping to find their footing after a couple of stumbles. Yes, yes. Gotta be better than Good Dinosaur. All right. Uh, buy, sell, Mark Ruffalo. I buy. He's the Hulk. Yeah, he's going to be in Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Uh, I'm excited about it. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, you didn't even get to Blake yet. Oh. <laughs> I bought Mark Ruffalo's stock a while ago, so I'm on hold. You're going to keep it? I'm told. I'm going to it's ride that. It's not part of the game, but good job. Well, okay. didn't we have Mark Ruffalo before? Yeah, probably somewhere. Okay, yeah, um, yeah I bought Mark Ruffalo. Sell. Yeah, Heisenberg, sell. Get sell. Ball out of him. Fuck him. And if he's coming back, as they said, he's going to be Lex Luthor again in the next yeah. whatever movie that he's in. Suicide Squad. Yeah, sell. Fuck him. Uh, Duncan Jones, the director of Warcraft. And uh, David Bowie said. Yes. Uh, I would buy. I think he has potential. Uh, if China's going to watch his Warcraft yes. movies, I'll buy. buy. That's I'll buy. called foreign investment. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's it. Foreign trade. Okay. Uh, there you go. All right. So now it's time for our top five. That music means top five. Yes. And because we are a podcast that prides ourselves on being original mm-hmm. and never stealing from other podcasts or whatnot, this week we're stealing from 365 Flicks. And they're good buddies. Oh, yeah. 
So we are stealing from them. They're good mates. Good chaps. You don't say buddies. They're chaps. They're Scottish. Good wankers. Well, one's French. They're your mates. Um, top five act favorite They're actors. Your fellow pissheads. Uh, they're soccer hooligans. Bastard. Uh, top five favorite actors who have been in everything. This is everything. a very this is a very vague. <laughs> yeah. I, I listen. They even knew what. I listened to three six five flicks podcast when they did this one last week, which you guys should listen to. I think it's episode forty one for them. Um, I have no idea what their list was. Uh, so yeah. I have no idea what my list is. I'm just actors who have been in stuff. Yeah, I'm going with that. Sure. Okay, Blake, would you like to start? Yeah, I'll start, but I'm going to do this top five under protest because I think it's very lazy that we're just stealing somebody else's top five. You did make your top five last week for this. That's why we did it. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> you sent an email. We're stealing their top five, and I just think it's lazy. We you decided know, to do I, I, this it's, last it's, week when you came up with this top five and said, <laughs> I misunderstood what you were talking I about. still object, so I'm still, still said, doing this under He under sent an email saying, I don't think we should copy someone else's top five. That's right. You, we shouldn't copy somebody else's top five. I'm you, against it. You came up with it. <laughs> I still don't like it. Anymore. Okay, that's right. All right, we're not copying it. We came up with this on our own. I don't know what they're talking about. All right. They're, All right. They're, they're, they're so we're doing three, six, five flicks, top five topic idea. <laughs> yes. Essentially. What's your number five? We're too lazy to come up with our own original We got top ideas. five cars next week. All right, great. <laughs> All right, anyways. You know, I actually have a tie for number five. Oh, shit. I do, too. I had a tie for number five. You're under protest, but damn it, you got six at least. <laughs> We're opening the fuck out of that. it. Why not? Okay. Uh, you know, I'm going to start off with uh, Victor Garber. Oh, God. <laughs> that guy is in everything. Yeah. DC Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, uh, you know, he's been, he's like in the Flash, the Slap, Motive, <laughs> Web Therapy. He's got like 129 movie credits on his He's been Titanic. You know, he was an alias. He was great in everything. He was great. It's awesome. <laughs> I agree. Victor Garber seems to be in everything. Incredible. I, I could think I could pick, I couldn't pick between Victor Garber and Ethan Suppley. Because <laughs> Ethan Suppley, you know, he's an alum of Kevin Smith. He's like in a Kevin oh, Smith movie. Oh, that's right. He's the, the heavier set guy who was yeah, uh, he's the in guy Jason that was Lee trying, He's in Jason Lee. He's in Mallrats. You know, Deja he's, vu. Uh, he's in all kinds of stuff. He's the guy that couldn't see the 3D poster. Yeah. Oh, and he actually, was, if you see a picture of Kevin Supper, he was in Remember the Titans. Loved him in that yeah, movie. Yeah, isn't that? Uh, if you take a look at him trip, now, road trip. Yeah, if you take a look at him now, he just looks like an evil, sinister dude. Like he goes IMDb page, he looks like a murderer. <laughs> he might be. Yeah. Oh, allegedly. I feel like Deja Vu all over again. Yes. Jeff, you go next or me? I'll go next. Okay. Uh, <laughs> down, go ahead, Jeff. You go for oh, next. No yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I've go got next. a tie at number five for okay. mine. Victor uh, Garba. No, no, no. I got uh, I got Michael Caine and Gene Hackman. Oh. Yeah. Based off of the PCU movie where the one guy was writing his thesis on uh, any, you can turn on a television at any time of day and find a... Michael, uh, Michael Kane or Kane Gene, or Gene Hackman Hackman movie. Nowadays, you would have to update that. But well, yes, back in the day. This is a, this is a shout out to PCU. Yes. And, and so that, that was my number five. I went with a lot Excellent. more uh, lesser good. known people. Lesser known people. But I would see lesser that. Lesser than Ethan Suppley? Yeah. Oh. Well, maybe. I don't know. You'll see. <laughs> um, 
I got John Reese Davis. Uh, well, I know John Reese Davis. I know who he is. But he's in. Okay, I'm, I'm not saying I mean, all of my on. picks. Calm down. <laughs> God. I mean, yeah. Uh, what, uh, Indiana Jones uh, movies. Yeah. He's in uh, Sliders. He was in yeah. Sliders. Yeah. He was. Oh God, he was in the, in the Name of the King, wasn't he? He was in the Name of the King. Yeah. Yes. And uh, it was a tie. I hope he did. Oh, you tied. Uh, Robert Picardo from Star Trek: The Next Generation, uh, the bald guy. Yeah. He He's been a, in tons. Yes. And every time I saw him, I'm like, oh yeah. Oh, that, that guy. guy. Yeah. That's kind of what my list turned into. Is that's what it is. Guys. That's what that mine guy, did. Yeah. That guy. Yeah, John Reese oh. Davies. That's right. Uh, my Indiana number. Jones, his buddy. Uh, Sala. 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 Yeah. Uh, my next and, and one. Gimli. And Gimli. Yeah. Is he's in a decent amount of movies and theater and a lot of other stuff, but you yeah. see him pop up a lot more lately. He's in yeah. one of your favorite shows, uh, Alan Cummings. Ah, he was in The Good Wife. Yes. And I, I really like him. He needs to be in a lot him? more, but what is he in? Let me look. What did I just He's, see him he in was Nightcrawler. Uh, he was. Uh, uh, I'll get his eye. Oh, he, he was in uh, one of the best movies ever made, Josie and the Pussycats. Nope, that's not it. So, oh, yeah. I know who that guy yeah. is. Um, what did I just him? see him in? Today? Oh, he was in Son of the Mask. Yes, he was. Yeah, he was. He was. The, he was Loki. He was Loki and Son of yes. the Mask. Web, I just saw a clip theory. of that today. That's right. He was in that uh, movie with that, uh, what's her name, that Irish chick. Oh, I love that Irish chick. Yeah. Um, Anya? Is in, it's complicated. What else did he do? X, he was Nightcrawler in X-Men. He was in yes. GoldenEye. Yes. Spy He's, Kids. Yeah. He plays kind of a sleazebag sometimes. He does. He's good at playing a sleazebag. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He was, uh, shoot. Uh, he was in Burlesque. Uh, he was in... Uh, he's in Robot Chicken a lot too. Why not? Yeah. No, I know. I'm just telling you. Uh, and there you go. So, uh, go ahead, uh, Jeff. Back to you. Number four. Uh, my number four. I went with uh, Stanley Tucci. Oh, that's a good one. I forgot he's, about him. He seems to be oh, yeah. in, in everything. You know, Devil Wears Prada. He's amazing in. I never saw oh, yeah, that I'm one. Coming. Even, he was also so. in Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion. Yeah, yeah he, he was the, uh, the he's guy they wanted to. He, he was like I said, that guy. Spice World. He, he might have been my. F- I didn't even realize he was in Spice World. Yeah, he's yeah. Pierce. Um. Anyways, so oh, you, oh. <laughs> who'd you have, Jeff? Uh, Stanley Tucci. I like Stanley Tucci. I like Stanley Tucci. He was in a short-lived TV show a couple years ago. He was a doctor. He was a brain surgeon. I don't remember. That. And he was in like he was doing some violations of ethics, like all the doctors do on TV. Of course. And I think it got like it was eight pounds or something because it was that's the that's the size of the brain. Yeah. Human hair weighs eight pounds. Yes. <laughs> I better be careful. Someone might want to kick me in the face. I probably that. would be <laughs> careful. Uh, but yeah, so he um he was in that for like three episodes and then they canceled it. He was uh, a mean star. So Blake, what's your number four? I can almost uh, guess what you know it is. my number four. I only got one, one for number four. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't have a tie there. No, I, I don't have a tie there. But uh, you, this guy is in everything. You know, he's in Avatar. You know, he's in uh, Gone in sixty seconds. He was in Saving Private Ryan. He's Nicholas in Cage. Tons of those movies. No, it's Giovanni Ribisi. Oh, he's, he's in Ted. Four. Ted yeah. too. He's in Ted. Yeah, Ted. He was Ted in Ted Friends. Cinema, yeah, Friends. He's, Boiler uh, Room. I loved that movie. Boiler Room. Seriously, I'm not kidding. Yeah. Uh, it's been a long time since I saw it. I got. Yeah. Yeah. A million Ways to Die in the West. He was <laughs> in that too. Rum Diary. Avatar. You know, oh, my I'm name a... is Earl. You know, what's kind of interesting is I was researching, you know, this list and putting it together. Yes. A lot of people on this list have been in My Name Is Earl. Oh. Yeah. The TV show? Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Ethan hmm. Supley and Giovanni Ribisi right. so far on your there list. There you go. Exactly. 
you know. So, but no, I, unfortunately, I only had one number four. I couldn't think of anything to pair it with them for some reason. Okay. Well, what's your number three? Uh, I got two for number three. Ah, of course you oh, do. He's got a pair there. Yeah. When I, when <laughs> I say this guy's name, you're you're going to know exactly who I'm talking about, and and that is uh, John C. McGinley. Oh the yeah. Cox. That's right. And Scrubs. Yeah, Scrubs, Office Space, Platoon. Platoon. Yeah. yeah. I saw a thing he talked about when he got an action figure from Platoon. Yeah, that was a funny story. It is great. I mean, he's even in reason in commercials all over the place right yeah. now. But I had I couldn't separate him because I had him neck and neck with Brian Cox. He's Scottish. <laughs> oh, Brian Cox was the yes. original Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, man, I'm telling you. Oh he God, yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, he was in. Oh, uh, he's in the Born Born movies too. Yeah. Troy. Troy. He he's, was great. Troy. He was in. Uh, yeah, Scottish. I mean, when you see all those his guys. name, you know you're going to get a good performance. Exactly. Exactly. Love, love, uh, oh, what was the movie? There's a movie that I'm thinking of, and I can't remember it now. Which one? Brian Cox? Brian Cox. The movie that he was in that that, that was great. And I mean, Super Troopers. And if you look Matt, at it, you, look at him, you know immediately who you're talking about yeah. there. Yeah, but it, Super Troopers. He was the... the Born the, Supremacy, Troy, Braveheart. X-Men. You know, Penny, oh, you know he's in Penny X-Men Dreadful yeah. at the moment. Super Troopers 2. Yeah, you're right. You know, War and Peace, The Slap. You know, Killing Time, Pixels. Uh, oh. Pixels. Yeah, The Game. He was Daddy. Time to play the game. Bob the Servant. Oh, I love him. Blumenthal. Red 2. Tuned. It's a lot. Her. <laughs> okay, Jeff, what's your number Streets. Are we going to list every Blood, movie he's in? Killzone 3. Okay. Rise right. of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, yeah, he is. He was in that. He, well, he's in a lot. Hey, quality. Uh, it's all Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. I'm going uh, The new num- one? Yeah. Yeah. My, my number three is uh, Richard Jenkins. Who? Who's that? Uh, he's an actor that was in stuff. Okay, uh, that was a good call. Probably, <laughs> like, uh, did you see uh, the uh, Step Brothers? Yes. The dad in that. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Richard Jenkins. He was oh, in, he's like, a Jack Reacher. Yeah, Burn After oh, that Reading. Guy. That guy, he's a that guy Step guy. Brothers dad. Yeah. yeah. He's in everything, but I never remember what his name is. I finally learned his name. Richard Jenkins. Yes. Okay. That guy. Turbo, Jack Reacher, My number him Softly, Cabin in the Woods, Hall Pass, Friends with Benefits, Eat, Pray, Love. Uh, I'm going Burn with the... After Reading. Okay. <laughs> The Kingdom. You ready for this one? The Visitor. My number three. Dick and Jane. Oh, oh everybody. That one. Six <laughs> Feet Under. Oh, yeah, you're right. This guy's in everything. Yeah. <laughs> number three for oh, me uh, is... Uh, What's number three, Jason? He's a popular one. Uh, I'll be honest. Uh, I'm going with uh, Samuel L. Jackson. He's in everything. The reason why I put him in that is because he's a... Fu- I, his characters get old you get annoying if he doesn't change it up. But I know, like, if he's in a film, it's going to be a fun film. So I have no issue with it. I have no issue. Snakes that, on a plane. I, I thought about putting him. He made an honorable mention for me just because he's been in, like, 280 movies. Yeah. And uh, Sam, Sam Jackson, I think, has the record for most uh, box off most money that movies that he's in made at the box office. I think he did. He now is. that helps when you're in all the Avenger movies and yeah. the Star Wars movies and... That yeah. type of stuff, but he was just, especially early in his career, was in anything he could uh, be. be made to be in. So, uh, my number two is the mo- more talented of the siblings, Eric Roberts. More talented. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, he plays great villains in the films. Batman movies. He is in a shitload of movies. I think he at one point is. If you he go was back at, to the eighties and start. He was like right? over three hundred and something credits. Wow, I didn't realize. Yeah, it's like yeah, I remember him from Batman, and I remember him from uh, that karate movie. Uh, he's uh, now in Best of the Best. Yeah, love that movie. Uh, Sorority Slaughterhouse. Did you see what's in oh, 2016 see- coming out this year? Sorority Slaughterhouse. Wild Things in Europe. Oh, Ooh, wild things! <laughs> European edition. Yep, he's so a detective in it. Artsy, yeah. artsy, artsy. He was in Crash, the TV series, which was. Ugh. Uh, let's see. Wild here. things that Amelia and his, and his daughter isn't hard on the eyes either. No, no, no. Uh, but no, yeah, he actually, started right. in nineteen sixty-four. That's when he started. Yeah. Wow. I believe he's it. older than I thought. Yeah. Uh, yeah he's born in nineteen fifty-six. Yeah, he so was. He started a, oh, because he was eight. eight. Okay. I remember him uh, in uh, The Prophecy 2. I, I remember that. Biloxi, Mississippi. Uh, so. Oh, yeah. Son of Biloxi. So, L.A. Confidential, the TV movie. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just look at it now. He was uh, Uncle Nicky in Euro Club. Ooh. <sighs> Missed that one, too. Holy crap. All these credits are 2016. Oh, yeah, yeah, those like are the just... the first 20. He's, like, in everything. <laughs> that, really? That's the list. Oh, my God. I suppose he finally got work Europe again. Wild Things in 3D. He's in... Two He's th- Detective Novak. In 3D. You didn't say 3D. it was in 3D. Oh, okay, okay. You didn't say 3D, Jason. <laughs> okay. You know how important this is? We're talking about 3D Wild European boobs. Europe 3D, come on. He was in the great show, uh, 2014, a great movie called Chicks Dig Gay Guys. Uh, he was Mr. Wagner. Uh, he was in Sector 4, Extraction. He was in, oh my god. He was in Bigfoot versus D.B. Cooper. How's he have time Who was for he? all Bigfoot this stuff? Bigfoot or D.B. Cooper? Old Bernie. Oh! You know, his trailer on his IMDb page has nothing but a profile of a chicken in a bikini taking her shirt off. Yeah, I don't know that. <laughs> uh, he knows what people want. Sorority Slaughterhouse 2016. Uh, he's Captain Pike, Star Trek Captain Pike. Pike? I don't know what he is. Anyways, moving on. Uh, okay, so that's my number two. Jeff, oh, what's your number two? Trivia. He's brother-in-law of Tony Gillen and Daniel Motor. I don't know who Tony Gillen is, but I do know who Daniel Motor is. Who are they? Daniel Motor is the photographer who married Julia Roberts. There you go. Okay. Uh, my number two, I picked uh, Brendan Gleeson. Oh yeah, he is in. Oh, yeah. He's in a lot of stuff, especially in the two thousands. Like every other movie yeah. that opened, Brendan Gleeson was in. Like uh, what was it Cold Mountain? He was in uh, Troy, playing Brian Cox's brother of all people. Yeah, uh, he was in oh, Gangs of from, New wait, York. Wait, hold on. I thought you said I thought you were talking about Brendan Fraser for a moment. No, I'm talking about Brendan Gleeson. Okay, Gleeson, Domino Gleeson's father. Uh, Brendan was in, in Bruges. Which apparently Great everyone film. is saying, yeah. It's, it's a, a funny film. It, I tried to watch it once, and I don't know. Maybe I just couldn't get past uh, Colin Farrell's uh, terrible Irish accent. Oh, that was that was, that was was good. Uh, <laughs> Edge of Tomorrow, dude. Yeah, yeah. He Gangs of New York, Braveheart. Okay. Was he in My Name is Earl? Oh, I don't think he was in My Name is Earl. Okay. I would miss that episode if he was. Wild Things in Europe 3D. Uh, the plot line is Nicole Wood, a once famous American Nicole actress. Wood. Arrives to Hungary to shoot her next movie. Filming has to be suspended, however, because there are multiple murder attempts against the actress. She soon learns that the people around her are not who they seem to be. <gasps> the re- investigation reveals her, that her troubles started in the distant pa- past, unknown even to her. Ooh. 
Uh, All right, Blake, what's your number two? <laughs> uh, number number two, I realized I needed uh, to branch out a little bit of diversity. So, uh, Luis Guzman. Oh, I oh. forgot about him. Yeah. Luis Guzman was great because he was uh, in community because he was the school's be- uh, most famous alumni. So yes. they put a statue up for him. <laughs> Luis, Guzman. Yeah. Luis Guzman. Exactly. Waiting. He was great in waiting. He could play anything. Count of Monte Cristo. Yeah. yeah. He he's he's got look think about his range. He does yeah. everything from like playing a gangster or Carlito's way mm-hmm. yeah. to a dude in Boogie Nights. Yeah. To starring in his own film called I Kicked Louis Guzman in the Face. Huh. Starring Jonathan Lemnicki. also I think he's in Code Black too. I don't the know. The T V show. No. Uh there's a doctor one. He's the nurse. The head nurse. Okay. Yeah, he's he's all just got he's renewed. All, he's all over the place. Over yeah. in Paris, I mean, I mean, he's in tons of stuff all and over the place. He's got and a statue at Greendale. He's got a statue, and everybody knows who he is when you say Luis Guzman, but never a leading man. Uh, what's no, your number more, one? More or less a uh, bag. No, I'm I'm still untied for my number oh, Jesus. two. <laughs> I realized I didn't have a woman in my list, so I had to go with Joan Allen. Joan Allen. You, like you pull up her IMDb, you'll recognize well, her Well, did she go face to head to head with Brian Cox in those Bourne movies? Yeah, and she was in Face Off, one of our favorite yes. movies. Oh, she is. She's the sexy wife. She's in the Bourne Conspiracy. <laughs> she was in, in the, the Bourne movies. Contender was great. Contenders. I mean, you know, she's in everything. You're she really is in a lot of stuff. It. Tons of stuff. Good job. Uh, I like she in, was she in Apollo 13? Or am I thinking yes. of somebody else? She was on Apollo Probably. 13. Okay. And My Name is Cause, Earl. Because she's in everything. Yeah, and My Name is Earl. Oh, who was she yeah. in My Name is Earl? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she's in Wild Things in Europe 3D. Oh, really? <laughs> mm-hmm. Eric Roberts' love interest. I can't back that up. Uh, <laughs> back, back in the day? Yes. What's your number one, Blake? Uh, I had to have two for number one. Of course I, you I did. Couldn't, I couldn't break it down between just one or the other. Mm-hmm. But the both things that they both have in common is that they're both in Star Trek movies. Okay. Oh, okay. The reboots. Okay. First one is uh, Clifton Collins Jr. Who's that? Pacific Rim, Star Trek, Mindhunters, Transcendence, Westworld. Wow, that's a lot. Weightless, I don't think I know him. Triple okay. Nine. Remember him? Remember him in Triple Nine? No. Ballers, Stung, Transcendence, Red Widow. He's a uh, he's a little more probably uh, you know European Latino in regards to uh, background of the movies mm. he stuffs in, which is probably why you guys aren't really in tune to that side as I am. What's his name? I'm again? in tune to the Scottish French thing. What's okay. his name? Clifton I'm... Collins Jr. Okay, I just want to see who he is. Oh, there he is. As soon as you Collins see his face, Jr. you're gonna recognize him. And he's pulling up on my IMDb very slowly. It's good podcasting right now. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, actually, no, I don't recognize him. <laughs> Pacific Rim. Basically, Pacific Rim's a big one there. Freeloaders. <laughs> nope, never seen him. Okay, uh, Boondock Saints 2. What's your other number one? Exactly. The other number one, <laughs> it was uh, Carl Urban. He plays the Bones on the new Star Trek. Oh, yeah. And basically, this guy's in everything. Actually, he's if, if I could steal a Scottish term, he's a cracking actor. He's uh, hoping to get Judge Dredd on uh, the TV series on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it yeah, is. Because he was in Dredd. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was good in Dredd. He was, uh, I first noticed him from the uh, uh, Lord of the Rings movies where he played mm-hmm. Aomir. That's right. He was Yomer. Yeah, exactly. And uh, then, then he was great in uh, that uh, uh, sequel to Pitch Black, the Chronicles of Riddick. 
Oh. Mm-hmm. Everything. It's been a long time since I smelled beautiful. <laughs> Great line. Uh, He's in uh, Wild Things in Europe 3D. Uh, he plays Eric Roberts' he love Miami interest. as well. <laughs> yes. Uh, Jeff, what's your number one? Uh, Nobody's knocked each other out. No. Uh, my my list one. is unique. You guys got none of us on my list. I, I suppose I didn't look up uh, where you got your information from. Yeah. I, I My information, I just couldn't find your fount of knowledge there. He, he got a really good knowledge. I like it. No, you but, do? Seriously? Yeah, it's very original. Thank uh, you. But uh, my, my number one is uh, Bob Stevenson. Oh. Uh, mainly because, you know, he was the guy who's like in all those commercials where I'm like, who is that guy? Who is that guy? He's done commercials for like Subway, Avis, Burger King, <laughs> who Verizon Wireless, Black & Decker, Fiber One, Wamu, Progresso. And then he also appeared in some other uh, things. Jason probably most knows him from uh, Jericho. Apparently he played Jimmy. But since I never yeah. watched that show, I don't know. Apparently he was a pilot in uh, that terrible Con Air movie. Um, but because of all those commercials, I was like, this guy, he's like in every commercial. You remember that, that Subway commercial where the guy... Uh, uh, photocopied his ass for uh, no. Oh, no. Bob, you're talking about the Bob Stevenson guy. Bob right? Stevenson. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm looking at Bob Davidson, the umpire. <laughs> <laughs> he was in seven. He was cop on SWAT team. No, there you go. Yeah, he was in Fight Club, I think. Twin Peaks, the movie. Twenty seven. Wait, 2017. Does that even come out yet? And he's in it. Oh wait, I think I got it. Okay, there we go. Oh, there Agents go. of Shield. He was in an episode of that. Oh, he played Gary in the pilot of Agents of Shield. Oh, I got him now. Okay, good. Yeah, I got him now. The Forgotten. Okay. Gary Crown, our idiot brother. He was nominated for one award. Oh, what award? Or do you not know yet? He was Independent at- Spirit Award for 2006 Best Feature Film. Uh, uh, Thumbsucker. He was. Uh, he didn't win. He was Xbox guy in Transformers. <laughs> he was in Charlie's Angels and Charlie's mm-hmm. Angels Full Throttle. Oh well, who isn't? I hey, this it. is great. In the Big Empty, he was Doctor Number One. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. <laughs> Look, 2003. Uh oh. 2003. Doctor Number One. 2005. You got some competition. Oh my God, he was Doctor Number One in the Big Empty. <laughs> We're going to tweet him. This whole. Time, oh my God! Wait a minute. This is whole that time, Bob Stevens has been tweeting us. He's hiding outside. Bob. <laughs> Bob, you can come in. He took his face off. <laughs> Take your face off. Ooh. Well, my number one. Club. He was airport security officer. He was. Okay, my number one. Uh, so we can wrap this up here. Is a uh, tie. Uh, Bruce Davison. He's the senator in the X Men. Yes, he he's in. He's a that guy guy. You're yes. Right. He always does a good job, too. I, I don't think I knew what his name was until finally in X-Men. I'm like, okay, that guy. That who guy. is he? I got to yeah, learn who he those is. Those guys. Um, and then uh, I will just say this guy is in The Crow. Uh, Brendan Day? I think that was the only movie he did. <laughs> yes. Brendan's uh, dead. He doesn't count. He's on Modern Family. He's on Seinfeld. John Polito. Uh, he is. Oh, yeah. Like he John was the, yeah, the pawn shop guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I know that guy. I like him. Everything he's in, he's been fun. And I lo- I first noticed him in The Crow. Uh, but he's in Modern Family now. Uh, he was in Murder in the First. Uh, he's been on Castle. He's, he's got a good uh, mustache. Yes. He's always got that good mustache. Yes. 
Um, but yeah, he's uh, he's been in. Uh, he was in Avatar: The Last Airbender. Um, Ooh, that's not good for him. He was in The Honeymooners, the remake. That's Ooh, not good. That's not good for him either. Uh, he was in Scrubs. Uh, and there you go. Uh, I think he was in uh, Finding Elmo. What was it? Finding uh, Nemo. No. Uh, my name is Earl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my name is Earl. Yeah. He probably so, wasn't My Name is Earl. So there you go. There's my list. Uh, my honorable mention was Danny Trejo. Uh, oh, so yeah. That would have worked. Any, anytime yeah. you need a, a scary-looking Hispanic guy, you get Danny Trejo. Or, or Native American-looking guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and he was in Con Air, so I had to do a Con Air <laughs> reference. Uh, so. Apparently, he's a pretty awesome dude. Yeah. If, oh, uh, I've seen some Facebook stuff about him. He did recently. some hard time, and then when he got out, he got cleaned. Yeah, he, got, he took a yeah. different road. But my honorable mentions were uh, a John Ratzenberger, mm. just because he tends to like be in like all these Pixar movies or something. I don't know why. I don't know. And, and also, and this one is honor of uh, Desmond Hazing, mm-hmm. uh, who probably doesn't listen to us, but I'm throwing one in honor for him anyway, uh, because he always complains that whenever uh, the people who make you know uh, geek movies, sci- sci-fi movies, or whatever. Said so they they always cast the same people. So whenever they need a hot girl, they cast Zoe Saldana. Yes, yes. Every comic book or or sci fi movie that that needs a hot chick, it's Zoe Saldana. Okay. Why is that? I, uh, because she's willing to do geek movies, and I guess she's so. a hot chick. Her and Rosario Dawson. She'll yeah. do. Yeah, but well, Zoe did what? The Star Trek movies, yeah. Avatar, uh, uh, she did Departs the of the Galaxy, Col- yeah. Columbine, Col- Columbia, Columbine. That's it. I'm pulling up for Columbine. Sorry, <laughs> I'm way out. Moving on. Yeah, and she was in, and my she was name in the Earl. Losers too. Good yeah, movie. The Losers, name, great for. And my name is Earl. Uh, and my name is Earl. Yes, don't sorry. forget about that. Uh, okay, and uh, well, she's in Wild Things uh, in Europe 3D. She's a love interest of Eric Roberts. Um, okay, <laughs> moving on. Uh, that was it for our show. Thanks for listening. Bad idea of the week, number 666. Make it a sequel to The Passion of the Christ. So uh, Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. From walking dead to talking heads, from comic books to TV sets, there's a history of not so bad. There's the history. It's the history of bad, so bad. The history of bad, it's bad. The history of bad, I do.